In the chat. Hello. In the chat. Hello, hello, hello. How, how do you feel about Tuesdays? Like, I, like I was just, I was just saying. Hey, Blue House going. Um, that I don't know how I feel about Tuesdays. Like, they're like people don't like Mondays, right? Like Wednesdays are kind of like iffy. But like, what about Tuesdays? I honestly am not certain that this is a fair question because nobody ever asks Monday and Tuesday how they feel about any of us. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So, I mean, I I'm mean, sure if they knew how much shit got talked about them, specifically Monday, like, they wouldn't be very Monday, I, I honestly blame it on uh, the Garfield propaganda. Um, Garfield. I hate Mondays. Oh, yeah, I hate Mondays. <laughs> hey, Blue, I hate Wednesdays. Yeah, Wednesdays also kind of are just, like, there. Like I think there's our our Fridays overrated is the question I think. Yes. So yes. Ultimately, like if that's the big question here, yes. And I'll, okay. And I'll, for from my perspective, um, for this reason, as you know, uh, uh my job, I my weekends have always been different than every like than like the normal right. weekend. Right. I'm a weekend warrior. As it were. You so are a weekend like, warrior. <laughs> for years, Tuesdays and Wednesdays were fucking hot for me. Right? Like, those were my days off. So, Monday nights, whoo! Y'all better be ready to stay up late with me. <laughs> play some video games and hang <laughs> out. Um, uh, more recently, I've had Sunday, Monday off. So, I've had Saturday nights off. And it's like, I don't know if I've ever really had a Friday night off. Right. I mean, I think the pandemic has really just distorted how I feel about the days just because I don't know. I sometimes I forget what day it is, to be honest, which is, is a thing. Um, so sorry to interrupt you. I just took no, a how dare you on camera. And yeah, uh, you're looking uh, good. I mean, I always look great. Hell yeah. Like, the mustache effect is wild. It just like takes over the rim of my coffee cup. Oh yeah, <laughs> let me. I don't think it's the same for me. Oh god, this tea's wow. really hot. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but I got me my Pomia cup. Um, well, at least like Thursday, like you can ask the band how it what it feels. What? The band Thursday. I knew a guy one time who was in the band a, Thursday. No, <laughs> that had a shirt. <laughs> For every day of the week. What, just Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Was the Thursday the band shirt? That'd be kind of cool. No. Thursday rules. I've been he listening to them a lot lately. seven shirts of varying colors. <laughs> they all had a different day of the week. I mean, I guess that's, like, good if you, like, need to remember what day it is. <laughs> just be like, oh, what day it is? What shirt am I wearing? Oh, easy. So you don't have to, like, think too much about, like, your wardrobe. Once you, that once person you has, Friday, like, it's like time to do it going party. on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm yelling. I think I think this is the first podcast we've recorded in like two months where like I don't think it's going to storm. But yeah, like, it actually looks beautiful out. Although in the still distance, a twenty percent chance. Yeah, I see some enormous clouds. You know, nice. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? All right. Well, let's get this podcast started. Let's podcast, everyone. Uh, do you know what episode this is, Shane? Twenty. This it is. I told you, it's it going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. Uh, I feel like, you know, like how anniversaries, like, it, 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 was I supposed to get you something? I hope not. Like the 20th. I didn't get you anything. 
<laughs> oh god are we are we messing up this podcast anniversary podcast anniversary yeah 20 episodes blue it is absolutely crazy that means we've watched 20 movies at least 40 hours of film i feel like yeah it has to be at least 40 hours of film that we have ruined all the fucking disney plus shows and yeah god yeah um I'm uh, gifting you 20 subs. Please stand by. Don't do that. Don't do not do that. I don't have the money to do that back. Do not do that. <laughs> you fucking animal. <laughs> All right, let's get the podcast started. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Ruin. I almost did our other podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Ruining Movies, the live movie podcast on Twitch TV at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays. Uh, if you are new to this podcast, it is a podcast where we watch a movie of the week, and then with the help of you, audience, we ruin it. Uh, but this week we have a. We're ch- I'm changing the formula up a little bit. I have decided what the remake is going to be, and I haven't told it to Shane yet. Yeah, I saw the post in Discord. So I, I, I think no it'll be good. I think it will be good. It'll be good. <laughs> um. So, but and uh, I should say uh, this week uh, we are doing the 1980 The Blues Brothers, uh, the Dan Aykroyd, um, John. I watched the right movie. John Belushi. You didn't watch <laughs> Blues Brothers. <laughs> uh, uh, film also uh, written by Dan Aykroyd and Sean Landis and directed by John Landis. Which why we talked about him last episode and I can't remember why. Probably because when I came into the chat, you were looking him up. Ah, that is it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's get this thing started. So, uh, as always, um, Shane. Also, did I introduce our... I'm Zach. That's Shane. We're the hosts. Hi. That's the we same thing I always forget. Sometimes. We've done this 19 other times. <laughs> yeah, and I still forget to introduce who we are. Um, I'm just going to get, a, like, a shirt that says Zach on it, just so I don't have to introduce <laughs> myself. I just point at it and be like, that's Tuesday. me. T- Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> it's Zach, Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, twitch.tv. Uh... On all streaming platforms except iTunes. <laughs> um, all right, let, let's get this thing started. So, Shane, what have Hi. you been watching this last week? I've seen some things. You've seen I've some. Seen some shit. You've seen some things off the belts uh, of Orion. Yeah. So it's two things I think that are going to lead to ginormous conversations, probably. So we'll start with. I like conversations. The this yeah. is a podcast. I I watched a documentary. Okay, so yeah. The, you can all bridge the gap in your minds as to what the second part of the conversation is going to be when I tell you that I renewed my subscription to HBO Max this week. Nice. <laughs> if you don't get it, you'll get it soon. Yeah. So uh, with that, after I watched the reason that I resubbed, I watched Woodstock 99. The greatest uh, event like in human a, history. A, a documentary. It's called, like, Peace, Love, and Rage. Oh, man. There was no peace and love at that place. <laughs> it started out okay for, like, the first six hours. But then Limp Biscuit appeared. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, between, like, Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine. ICP. And, oh, actually, uh, I take that back. So, uh, for everyone who doesn't know, I, I like Woodstock 99. I think it is a fantastic event that I always go back to. Um, It actually kind of got really wild when uh, ICP, Insane Clown Posse, uh, got a rep, the people from Detroit. Um, They <laughs> threw a bunch of money into the crowd, and people just started fighting. Yeah, so, oddly enough, they didn't talk about that in the documentary at all. What? That's crazy. <laughs> they talked about a lot of other things. It was yeah. very focused on, on some other shit. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of 
terrible things that happened there. Oh, awful, awful. <laughs> a lot of things that incited a lot of different violent things, right? So Friday got super hype naturally uh, and stayed hype, but it was like super fucking hot. And yeah. there was not the appropriate accommodations for the amount of people that were there. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have like yeah. water or anything. There was like water places, just not enough. And it was like right. $4 for a bottle of water. And uh, so Saturday, um, the Porta Johns were like overflowing and people were like having quote unquote mud fights yeah and <laughs> they were not that and no <laughs> um then like the night went on and it was as you said limp biscuit followed by rage against the machine followed by metallica right that's just the wicked combo yeah and and at the time like People just were mad, I guess. Like, I guess you'd have to watch <laughs> well, I mean, the documentary to They're understand. not called Dance Against the Machine. Right. <laughs> so, people, like, literally a dude died at the oh, Metallica yeah. pit. And I joke, a lot but of people, people got hurt up. really bad. Yeah. And there was, like, a lot of terrible sexual assaults that happened. Oh, awful. Yeah, it absolutely. Was, some really fucked up shit happened. And anyway. Yeah. I, uh, on I just... joke about Woodstock 99 being the best thing ever. It truly is a fucking tragedy. Of an, it is awful. Um, yeah, but it but was, the idea like, is set funny. up to fail. Right. And that's what's kind of funny. The 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 joke of it is like what did you expect to like that was going to happen? Yeah. Um and exactly what you would think would happen happened. So Sunday um moving on from the insanity of Saturday night. Yeah. A lot of people left because they were like, you know, gonna makes die sense. probably. Yeah, makes sense. From like dehydration or like exposure or listeria or some fucking crazy shit um anything that you could get in relation to you know swimming around and shit yeah um but some of the some people stayed a lot of fucking people stayed and then uh in the nighttime the red hot chili peppers played and a bunch of people started just like lighting shit on fire um yep and then uh the 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 mayor of Rome, New York, went up to the lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers and was like, oh, "Hey, God. man, like, do you think that there's anything you could do to like maybe help?" And he was like, "What is for sure, for sure, dude." And that guy like walked away from him, and he literally played "Fire" by Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, what is um Anthony Kiedis gonna do? <laughs> right. So he just continued to play music for his, he played Fire by Jimi Hendrix for his encore and there was just like fire everywhere it was just chaos. Yeah. I recommend the documentary. Spoilers obviously. <sighs> this is uh ruining movies but uh Yeah. It's, just, it was it's a real life crazy. event. Don't know if we have to do yeah. spoilers for a real life event. Um, yeah, is it a lot of, perhaps some of our listeners experienced this real life event. If that is did, true. I'd love to hear about uh, it. Uh yes absolutely um what an event it, it truly was the fire fest of the 1990s yeah just crazy like they were trying to do a thing they tried to do woodstock's 1969 and it just it just didn't work yeah they, you tried to Somehow recapture amongst, that magic 
Yeah, somehow amongst fucking corn, limp biscuit, rage against the machine, ICP, ICP, uh, Kid Rock, Creed at, at the time. Um, you also had peppered in there Alanis Morissette, Jewel, um, and uh, Counting oh Crows. Well, Counting Crows is there too. It's just like they the tragically hip. Such a such a unique set list to the yeah. point where like some of it hit really hard, too hard. Some of it was just like, what? <laughs> it, it really is just like. It's and I'm a huge like '90s music fan. Like I get that oh, absolutely. With everything. I'm just saying like the doc again. I recommend the documentary because like they spell it out a lot more intellectually than I can. Um, but it, it you know. It's just kind- an interesting mix. People were very angry. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, kind of on that s- the same note. Uh, did you know like Limp Biscuit is kind of having like a resurgence right now? Like they are, or their music is. Like they are. Um, f- they just they just played Lollapalooza. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and like people like I I didn't really see too much about like the other like. Um, performers at Lala, Lala Plus, I don't know, like, I don't want to call it Lala, it feels weird. Um, but, like, they were, like, the hit there. Like, I think Fred Durst was, like, had the craziest outfit on, and just, like, nice. people were just talking about Limp Bizkit, which feels really weird. But, yeah, like, I'm, you weird. just gotta break shit. Like, what can I say? So that's literally the song that played when a bunch of people started just destroying everything at fucking... <laughs> Right, Woodstock '99. It's crazy town. The, that was wild. The the from the, the owner of Woodstock or the co-founder of Woodstock was like, I yeah. wasn't expecting Fred Durst to incite a riot. What else are they gonna do? Limp Bizkit. It was like, you know, that was like the artist argument. They were like, Wait, what? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I was just doing what I do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. So what? Uh, what else did you watch on HBO? I watched The Suicide Squad. Nice. Thoughts? I know uh, Yes, last episode you said uh, I, I said good things about it. You had uh, another friend that you uh, respect yeah. their opinions. They said they weren't too into it. Yeah, where did, where yeah. did you end up landing? I loved it. Oh, it was, it was, really, it was really good. It was, it was a lot I, of fun. I actually watched it twice this week. Nice. Nice. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. I thought mm-hmm. it did justice to the characters, and uh, it was a, a fun fucking ride. Super fun, yeah. I, a lot uh, of unexpected things happened that I, you know, definitely like, you know, were awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you liked it because I truly thought it was a pretty, pretty fun uh, superhero film. Um, yeah, very ambitious. Yes, very much. Which I just saw um, a report that uh, James Gunn originally wanted Superman to be the antagonist. Which is interesting too, because uh, there's a new Suicide Suicide Squad video game coming Called out. Killed, where, uh... killed the Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean is pretty cool. I think that's like one of the first issues of Suicide Squad. It was like them having to fight like a mind controlled Justice League, which it's, it's a cool like conflict. Um, yeah, awesome, cool. Well, I'll, welcome back to the HBO world. Happened to me. Did you leave again? Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize I just kept talking. Me Oops. too. Nice. I'll sync up that audio. And then if Henry Cavill just like superhero landing ended the movie. <laughs> just... 
that they just i kind of okay so i'm not gonna lie uh spoilers uh everyone for the new suicide squad uh film uh, i'm gonna like talk about it for a minute so this is your spoiler warning do, 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 do. um i uh i really thought at the end when um they were like running away like at, like before they turned around and fought and like tr decided to be anti-heroes um, I truly thought they we were gonna see them like walking away and like the Justice League just in the background beating up Sorrow. Star you. <laughs> that that would have been interesting. Yeah, but I'm kind of glad that they didn't. Um, yeah, for sure. It was yeah. good. It was nice. really really good, and it felt. Uh, it feels like it's like a sequel slash soft reboot. It's like loosely connected kinda right but like it's Harley's also, in it. it's also it's like completely own self-contained thing which that is you good. do not need any frame of reference to watch or enjoy which is refreshing mm -hmm. oh, awesome nice it felt like the joker in the way that the joker is its own self-contained thing and it's awesome yeah. and the connection that it has to other things is only like bruce wayne and gotham Right, it's just know. it's like Easter eggs, even like, and it's just like, mm -hmm. or like the world. It's it's what comics are good at. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. what comics are good at is taking self-contained stories. Well, at least the comic, my favorite types of comics. I know there are people do like those like super overarching series, mm -hmm. but I always kind of like those little one shots. Those I don't little mind slices. like a good epic, but right, something right. like this is just so refreshing to just know that. I mean, I I know that there's going to be other things that come out of this. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't it that doesn't need that. Definitely. You know? it, it yeah, it didn't need to come from anything, and it doesn't need to go to anything. It's just like a good standalone thing. Yes, I, but it's I completely neat that agree. It does. I, I have guess. An eyelash in my eye. I'm sorry. I'm kind of distracted, but I think it's out. It's fine. I like I, John I Cena. I thought John I like Cena was great on it. I like The Rock. Yeah, I maybe uh, I'm biased because I was a, a wrestling kid. Like I right, I mean, and we're getting like a lot of wrestlers. Like, um, I don't know which is popular. I mean, let's be real; it's where the money's at. It is. I think John Cena was one, like one of the better like actors. I'm not like I think everyone was good in this film. Uh, not that mm -hmm. anyone was bad at it, but I thought John Cena like kind of killed it. Yeah, he he did great. Uh, a lot of people are saying he's like the crown jewel of the movie or whatever, but I, I don't know about all that, but I do think he was fantastic. I really liked his yeah. character. I thought he did a really, really good job. And uh, yeah, it, he, he was really cool. But in Definitely. my opinion, in my humble opinion, I, yes, I think, yes. I think uh, King Shark kind of stole my heart. King Shark was <laughs> great. I think uh, I, I'm a, I'm a Polka Dot Man fanboy. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of those out there too. Polka Dot <laughs> yeah. Man was awesome. Polka I've was seen a lot hard. of yeah. Piper on Polka Dot Man. Also, uh, Ratcatcher too. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Everyone. We, seriously, like the, for this was like such a well done, character driven story. Mm -hmm. Like there, there isn't really like a quote unquote main character that I don't really enjoy when they're on screen. Even the side yeah. characters when they're on screen. <laughs> I enjoy it. Absolutely. There wasn't like a, a storyline in that film that I didn't quite, that I didn't like, or I was like, uh, can we just skip past this part? Like I thought Harley's like little like side adventure was f fantastic. And it had like awesome. the best fight scene in the entire mm -hmm. film was like when she was like going through the halls and the flowers were shooting everywhere. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. 
yeah, the music is is really well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was just great. Really, That's really great. There's not awesome. too many movies that I'll watch two times in one week. Yeah, that I watched is a lot quite of impressive. movies a couple times, but like there was like a two day gap with this one i was like oh, i'm gonna watch this movie again it was nice good. that's 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 good uh, yeah yeah that doesn't usually happen uh, too often with me either um awesome so uh did you check anything else uh, out this last week uh i think that was like the bulk of it nice nice might have been some other stuff uh, in there, but nothing noteworthy awesome obviously you've seen what if which we will talk about in oh, the television yeah, yeah. Sec- that, that section uh, i did watch that last night um nice and we'll talk about it uh okay so I uh I like I've been like just binging shit this last week. Nice. So I'm gonna start with probably the worst of the things that I've been watching. Um have you heard of the series Slasher on Netflix? Yeah, I, I actually was about to start it soon. Is it not worth you said it no, was No, it's okay. You know how I feel about American horror story where it's just like kinda like hot garbage. Um but like hot yeah, garbage that I just wanna keep like shoving of... into my face over and over again. That's what I would call slasher. Cool. All the imagery I keep seeing makes me think of like Legion from Dead by Daylight. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's um. So it's an anthropology. So um, yes, anthology. which is like we're, yeah, we're anthropology. <laughs> anthropology is not. No, it's ah <laughs> uh, words. Which, everyone, they are hard. Really was what kind of drew me to it. Yeah. Uh. So I didn't know. Uh, like what season to start with? Like, because I didn't know it was an anthology, so I just like clicked go on Netflix, and it mm-hmm. started with me with the newest season, <laughs> and I watched okay. all the way through that, and I just watched all the way through the first season, um, and now I'm currently just started the second season. Um, it is single handedly the like the horniest show I've ever watched. <laughs> just, <laughs> but like, what slasher isn't? Also, I yeah. have to give them that. Like, there is not just like there's not a slasher that isn't just like full of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I recommend it. I mean, I think it's fun. The, um, they're kind of short seasons. Um, if you like slashers, if you like horror, um, just buckle up. You just see a lot of, there's a lot of cool kills in it. A lot of cool kills. Cool. cool. Um, well, on the note of slashers, I watched yeah. a screen crush YouTube video today. Nice. Yeah. About like scream theories. Uh, like the, the, the movie scream. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm and I only one of them really like struck a chord with me. Yeah, hit me with it. Uh, you think Dewey did it? No. No. I I don't think like in the first one. It what all the way like he not he's not necessarily like a ringleader, but he like knew what was going on and was like somewhat behind a lot of the things going on. Like the way that they spelled it out in this video, I was like, damn. I mean, he A-B. does appear in what, like one, two, three? I seen four. One, two, and three, and he gets stabbed in the first two, but he always yeah. gets stabbed in front of a witness in a non-fatal way. I mean, um, that is. And there's a one scene where, um, again, spoiler alert for a 25 year old. He is in four. Whatever, I didn't realize he was in four. Where uh, Matthew Lillard and Billy. Yeah are both occupied and like the killing happens i guess i mean i could see it i guess that of like all the people like in scream who could be the third which i guess spoiler there's two killers in scream <laughs> yeah and he also they they like think perhaps that he perpetrated some of the things throughout the second yeah. and third movie because he was a cop and had access to evidence he also helped billy escape in the first movie i guess yeah. or something I mean, it is something Wes Craven would do. I'm not going to put that, like, 
aside. I mean, I, I kind of get that. Okay. I, I can I see that really theory. I really like David Arquette, so like, I'd love to think that <laughs> that's, that's fair. some deep, dark secret he's just been carrying that's around fair. for his entire career. God, if only Matthew Lillard survived all four. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Uh, oh, so uh, kind of on the same topic, there, there's a Scream coming out in 2022. I think it's just called Scream. Movies. Stop naming the movie. The movie that the, if a movie's Maybe already named S something, don't. It's a five. Five ream. Five cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, he it looks like he's supposed to uh play Dewey. Nice. So maybe then, so there's another theory, <laughs> perhaps Scream is just a TV show, just like Stab. Well, there is the Scream TV show. Right. I mean, okay, Scream is like the parody of of slashers. It is like the incredibly meta slasher thing. So uh -huh. it could be. I, I, I love the Scream franchise. Um, It's Man, probably my yeah, favorite slasher franchise. Like my brain. Would recommend yeah. Awesome. Um. So yeah, that was the worst, but I still enjoyable. Like I said, I just I watched two seasons in a week, so still enjoyable. Um. Then last night I watched What If, but I also uh, was not really tired, so I wanted to keep watching things, and I watched the first three episodes of Reservation Dogs. Nice. It is amazing. I it truly oh, yeah. is great if any if you guys have hulu out there i highly recommend reservation dogs it is uh, hilarious it has a lot of heart to it um the story is pretty great everyone who is like playing the main characters is fantastic it's like this very it, it's just really good um that's really all i gotta say about that nice it's like Taika yes like watiti uh helped get that made and uh, he's also in the suicide squad and the Blues Brothers. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> he's just everywhere right now. He's, he is ever. He is. He also like he was Ratcatcher one. Yeah, and like the ten seconds he was in it, like made me tear up. Um, yeah, so much heart. Yeah, uh, and yeah. So uh, for those who don't know, Reservation Dogs is uh, created by Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi. Uh, we talked about how it got made uh, last episode. Kind of how Taika Waititi saw this um, it at a film festival and was like, "All right, well, we're gonna get this made." And uh, used his popularity to um, get this really great uh, Native American comedy show off the ground, and it's so good. It's so oh, good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I and I'm trying to think. I like watched. I like. I said I like watched a lot of stuff. Um, but none that I can remember. The, uh, of, uh, I saw on HBO Max is um, Wellington Paranormal. Yes. Okay, I did watch the first uh, three episodes of it. Um, I didn't watch any of it, but I saw it on there, and I was like, "Oh, I got a month." Like that's on the list have, for sure. <laughs> you do. Yes. Um. So, uh, it's good. I don't think it's good as good as what we do in the shadows, uh, the TV show. Yeah. But like, nothing really is. That show's amazing. Um. But I still think it is good. I think compared to like to telev like te television wise, it is still something you should watch. Um. And I gotta say. I know they are speaking English in that show, but I had to turn <laughs> subtitles on. <laughs> their their New Zealand accents are so thick. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> which is of wild. I was like, I know most of these words, I think. <laughs> so, probably for the last, like, ah, I don't know, like 10 years, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I, I've been a subtitle guy for a long fucking time, just because... Uh, for sure. There's... 
there's too much, you know? Like, if yeah. I'm sometimes I'm like distracted by other shit and I have to look away, it could be like my phone, it could be me spilling fucking food all over myself, whatever it is. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it's nice to be able to like quickly read the subtitles. Also, if, if someone like talks to me, I can listen and read at the same time. Yeah. Still be able to comprehend. Definitely. Except when we do these movies. Like, I try to watch these movies under, like... Yeah, I try to just just, just watch, not, them, watch them. Not, like, studious circumstances, you know. But, like, I do really watch them. Like, I sat down in front of my computer and watched Blues Brothers. Nice. Well, like, the first time I watched Suicide Squad, I just watched it with subtitles and, you know, hung out. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, I, I do recommend that. I did watch that. I, I But I, that wasn't, like, something I watched recently. Okay, now I remember what I watched. Um... <laughs> Tell me. I Tell uh, me. am caught up on American Horror Stories. <laughs> so all the way was that like three or four episodes by now? I think six. Six? Yeah. Because it's weekly. Jeez. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, um, and I so I what I first talked about the first two episodes on the podcast, and I said I wish it was okay. It was like kind of a rehash of Murder House, which yeah, it's okay. Uh, Murder House is good, but like I just didn't really need to see like another telling of Murder House. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other episodes have been pretty good. Um, I they they kind of are now doing that whole like one episode one story thing. Um, okay. The um, there was the f- one called Drive In, which was about a movie that makes people go crazy and kill each other, which was kind of sweet. Um, okay. There was one about a demon. When you say kind of sweet, is it like. Not like I, I want to watch a movie. I, not like I want to make a movie that kills makes people kill each other, but like. It was it was a good episode. Okay. What, what What's the question? <laughs> I already asked my question. Well, fair enough. I got um, my answer. I got, okay. a, I got a good enough answer. Yes, like. I, think. I would not create a movie that would make each other kill. <laughs> people that's because, not what like, i think is sweet i think the concept is sweet is though. this like an anthology you said it's like every episode is its yeah own it's its own story thing. so like yeah. all the characters are different yes okay cool because like that sounds interesting but like yeah. a rehashing a murder house uh, i don't know if i need to watch yeah that. exactly like the first two episodes rehash of murder house don't really need to watch it like new characters but like it's literally just murder house um okay. episode three which is called drive-in is completely self-contained. Uh, the one after that, uh, Baal, um, also self-contained. There was one called The Naughty List, which was kind of like peak trash American horror story, which was just a bunch of about a bunch of a uh, dude bro influencers uh, getting killed by Danny Trejo, which was fun, um, but nice. it's not the greatest. And then the last one uh, was called Feral, which is about like the national parks and the like humanoid people who like you know like the whole like conspiracy that like why do so many people go missing at the national parks yeah yeah I think that was the weasel it was the yes it was the weasel (laughs) um but yeah so that was good that was good uh i'm caught up with that and that's all i watched that yes i don't think i don't think i yeah like i said i've been binging (laughs) stuff lately um that is it so uh yeah recommend i guess all those everything i said i recommend um especially if you like horror a lot of horror stuff uh that is because ladies and gentlemen and non-binary friends we are about a month and a half away from the greatest month of the year so gotta get ready for halloween kids shut up 
<laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> no. October's coming, everyone. Get your spooky pants on. Get them on. Put them on. Take your non-spooky pants off and put your spooky pants on. Yeah, everyone, put your spooky clothes on. It's spooky season, everyone. People get to have Christmas in July. I'm saying Christmas. I mean, Halloween in August, which is not that far apart. I'm saying move Christmas further away and keep (laughs) Halloween for three months. Yeah, you know how people start Christmas shopping and Thanksgiving? No. Thanksgiving and Christmas push back three months. We celebrate Halloween all the way throughout winter. (laughs) You like pumpkin spice lattes? I don't really like pumpkin spice things, but I do like cinnamon. I, do you? What? Do you like pumpkin spice lattes? I've had a lot of of them, not yeah. by necessarily by choice though. Like I've never right. bought one. But like I've had You've just been handed them? Yeah, I've had instances at work where people are like, I brought in lattes or whatever, and it's like, what is this? And they're like, pumpkin spice, and it's like, okay. And also, like, I've tried pumpkin right. spice coffee creamer. I'll say I it's not the worst. I don't think I like it. It's not, I'll say it's not the worst. I, um, it's weird. I don't really like pumpkin that much, but I really like squash. So I was actually just about to say the just the first half of that. Like I don't really <laughs> like, like pumpkin, pumpkin that pumpkin. much. Yeah. Um, pumpkin pie is is good. Obviously, you pump anything full of enough sugar, and it, it'll probably be palatable. Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> also, whipped cream is a thing for whatever yeah. reason. Those two things go and really cinnamon. good together. Uh, yeah, I mean. I wasn't going to go through the whole list. I was just going to say, like, the eggs, the milk. With some some whipped cream on top, for whatever reason. Like, I don't put whipped cream on any other pie. Just just pumpkin pie, and then just, it tastes good. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Uh, Um, How do you feel about candy corn? I was going to say, you're right about squash, though. I love squash. I I make a pretty mean uh, roasted uh, butternut squash souffle. Um, whole soup, holy shit! I thought you were gonna stop with butternut squash. I make a great roasted acorn squash with ooh, cinnamon mm. and butter plot. I I, I I love Not squash. Cinnamon. I like um, but but candy corn. I know that is also like a controversial Halloween food. It's it's candy. It's not a. F- you know what I mean? See, like, I don't. I'm not gonna say that I don't like it. Again, like it's just sugar, basically. It like, literally is it, just sugar. What it's- is there to hate? <laughs> However, that's, that's a fair point. Like, I'm not gonna like grab handfuls of it. I don't like that. But like, if if you give me some of that like uh, candy corn and like uh, some peanuts mixed together, yeah. that's basically just a fucking payday. You're not wrong. So it's, but that's pretty okay, I guess. I but like, like the, I don't. I'm not like a fan of stuff like that. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. I like pretending to be a vampire. Um, all right. You know, like with the candy corn teeth. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, like <laughs> not, I just don't like not me. Just I like pretending to be an Asian of the night. No, like, but I also like candy <laughs> I corn. I just immediately, <laughs> I just pictured you at your house, like <clears throat> with a cake, jumping running around. <laughs> also, what I do at night—that's my pajamas. Um, all right, let's move on to some movie news. Uh, so, um, for this is the part where we talk about news. I don't know why I just had to explain that. That was a yeah. We need like a drop here, like. Um, all right, so this first news we're talking about is actually a movie trailer that Shane sent me. Um, found it. We found it. It is called Prisoners of the Ghostland. Um, 
Nicholas Cage stuff. We really do. I I was thinking about that before we started the podcast. Um, I'm gonna post this in chat for anyone who wants to watch it. I do recommend it if you like Nicholas Cage and just ins insanity. Um, Nicholas Cage is probably is our most talked about actor on the. Maybe Robert Pattinson. If you had told me, like, yeah, you know, five years ago, yeah. you, you and Zach are going to have a podcast in the future where you talk about movies. And I'd be yeah. like, okay. And you had asked me, who do you think you're going to talk about the most? <laughs> I probably could have guessed this. The, the best part, too, is if you look at my screen right now, right above my mic, it's just the name Nicolas Cage because I have a they felt my color out of space poster right there. Um, but anyway, Prisoners of the Ghostland. Um, is this new film directed by, let me get his name, because he is kind of this somewhat infamous, uh, director, uh, it's Sion Sono, um, he, I believe, I want to say he's Japanese, um, he is, yes he is, so, he is this kind of really big, like, indie slash horror slash experimental director out of Japan. Um, and he has come and he's, he's making his first American film, I believe. I think Love Exposure might have been also released in America. But this is like his first big one. And he it is starring Nicolas Cage. And you really just have to watch this trailer to understand anything yeah. about it. It looks bizarre. I think the best way to describe this trailer is um, the quote that Nicolas Cage gave on it. And he says, this is the craziest thing I have ever made. And that is coming from Nicolas Cage. For me, a dumb dumb. It's it's uh, Nicolas Cage, Mad Max, Samurai, Super Show. Mandy, with Mandy. Some Mandy thrown in. With a little yeah, a little bit of that action. I it, didn't say that because I haven't seen that, but I want. To. Oh, you need to watch that. I um, know. It really is this. Yeah, and I mean, it was at Sundance. Um, it really does look like this bizarre kind of like acid trip of a movie it looks like it has mm -hmm. like it has some themes like a japanese director so it kind of looks like he's kind of playing off japanese um cinema kind of with a like whole akira kurosawa ronin samurai style imagery but he also has like like weird steampunk slash like kind of like just bizarre i mandy is really like the best touch i can give it there's also like a guy with a cowboy hat that's <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, wild it really is. Uh, it looks good. I'm excited for it. I, I, is it out? I, it might even be out. That'd be nice. And also, like, kind of this, like, cinematography. Did you ever see Battle Royale? Uh, meh, I don't know. Maybe. Um, so, Battle Royale was a Japanese horror film uh, that came out in the 2000s that... Um, it literally started the whole Hunger Games battle royale genre. It's about a bunch of, um, a class, uh, full of ninth graders in Japan who have to battle to see who's the last person surviving. Yeah, and it yeah, is yeah. a brutal, it is a brutal film, but it is also like kind of like really notable in Japanese horror. Um, and it kind of like, this is giving me that vibe. And I, that's why I think I'm really drawn to it is because it has this. It, it feels, it just feels great. It looks great. It looks great. It looks good. Um, yeah, I, I, I like the inspiration they're pulling from it. And I like that Nicolas Cage is taken, is, it's great. Um, yeah, he seems like a great front man for a movie like this. He really does. 
uh, must be seen to be believed. The wild, like, I just can't believe Nicolas Cage says it's the wildest movie he's ever made. Usually I don't fall for those, like, really, like, like, marketed quotes and stuff, but, like... Until he says it. Yeah, it, it seems like that. It, se it seems good. Um, I also posted... Uh, in our list, uh, the poster was released just a couple hours before we started mm -hmm. recording, which uh, I think I'm going to have to replace my Color Out of Space poster with this one because it, really cool. it rules. I posted in chat, everyone. Um, at least I hope I did. Yeah, that there is too. Really cool. Yeah. Um, it looks, the, 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 again, posters, movie posters are an art. Uh, you should make them like this, um, instead of your traditional, everyone standing in blue and pink lighting. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, Prisoners to Ghostland. Super cool. It, it has reviews already. Oh, well, I guess it was at Sundance. I wonder when it's being released to, like, the public. Uh, September 17th. Nice. Um, okay, so moving forward, um, talking about kind of an indie film, um, one that we've talked about a lot on this show. This is this is this episode feels like we're doing a lot of callbacks. It is the twentieth episode. This is our clip show. Oh, yeah, episode. Last week was our first callback. <laughs> yeah, so now we're getting all. Yeah, so we got the Green Knight. Um, we're talking about the Green Knight. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, the Green Knight is the new A twenty four. Uh, Arthurian, Arthur, like King Arthur tale, but like horror psychedelic film that is getting amazing reviews. Uh, yes. So originally, um, the Green Knight is was only going to be in theaters, and they were going to do this thing on like this Wednesday coming up, which it was like one night only, rent the movie for twenty bucks, and you can only watch it on a Wednesday. Um, they changed that. Starting this Thursday, you are able to rent the Green Knight online. And I I have a feeling that they did this because I'm like, once you stream a film, it is going to get pirated. Right. So they must have thought, be like, okay, if we do this Wednesday thing, someone's just going to record it and people are going to put it online. True. Um. So and also with the Delta variant coming, like, I almost made it sound like it was a movie being released with the Delta <laughs> variant being released. Um, with it like kind of like um surging right now I, I i like it i hope this doesn't isn't like a disney thing where like the like contracts are a little fucked up because yeah, of it yeah. um but i'm not gonna lie i'm incredibly pumped for this to be yeah i'm excited able to, to watch it on thursday yeah um yeah i mean and if it's like one of those like expensive um films like like 20 yeah. bucks i'll probably just like see if a bunch of people want to get together and watch it. Um, oh, Pig is also now on digital too. Oh shit! I'm gonna have to I watch that also. Book. Yeah. Um. So on the note of A24, I forgot mm -hmm. there's something else that I watched this week, which is a movie called yeah. Val. Called it's, Val. Okay. Yeah. It's also oh, it's about Val Kilmer. Yeah. About Val Kilmer. Yeah. It was really interesting. Um. Would recommend. It's really all I want to say about it, just because nice. uh, I, I miss talking about it, and it's a yeah, thing. Definitely, so, I recommend uh, it. It was interesting, touching stuff. Yeah. Um. So the Green Knight is going to be out this Thursday for streaming. Kind of crazy. Um. Which it's it's this streaming films are so in like such a weird fluxus like state right now. 
there's so many people being like, we're not really, we're only releasing to the theater. Then like a week later, they're like, oh, it's going to streaming. It's just, it feels so like, just like kind of like throwing darts at a like dartboard and seeing what like what you hit. So like, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm not going to complain. Um, all right, let's move forward to something incredibly bizarre. Uh, as you can see, Shane, under this question, I did not put an article. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I looked at it, but I forget what it was. Dude, so uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but if not, we're going to play a little game here. Uh, guess who is cur- playing Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2? If you don't know this, I'm going to give you three, nope, three guesses. Two guesses now. I don't think you'll get it because it is an incredibly bizarre pick. For bizarre for the character or just bizarre in general? In general and for the character. I will say um, we have talked about a film that this person is in tonight. Tonight? Tonight. So far during this podcast of all the things we've talked about. No, Henry Cavill. Nope. Same, 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 uh, Suicide Squad is the right movie. Oh, shit. Uh, Idris Elba. Yep. Hey! <laughs> nice, good job. Uh, yeah, Idris Elba <laughs> is going to be playing Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and I think this is one of the most baffling choices of all time. <laughs> I mean, he was in Cats. <laughs> he was in Cats. I just, like... Idris Elba is just like cemented in my mind as like this really great actor, kind of mm-hmm. like this. But you are right; he is in Wasn't Cats. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that. So maybe... People are like, "This guy's so awesome." I'm like, "Yeah, he's awesome." But remember that time that you he, he was in cats? cats? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. But anyway, <laughs> Idris Elba is supposed to be playing Knuckles in Sonic the Hedgehog two while voicing him, and it. I forgot it was in cats. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's just crazy to me. I like, I, it's just such a crazy pick. Um, who voices Sonic? Is that someone notable? I didn't see no. the first. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, Jim Tails Carrey is, is the Eggman. Yeah, g- yeah. I think uh, Tails is going to be in this the second movie. So he wasn't in the first one. No, I don't think he was. Okay. Who did play Sonic? I need to know this. Ben Schwartz played Sonic, which I mean, that's kind of understandable. Who is Ben Schwartz? Uh, in from Parks and Rec, he was one of the twins. Um, God, what is his name? Uh, Gene Ralphio. Ah, John Ralphio. Yeah, John yeah, Ralphio. Thank you. Um, like he makes sense. He's kind of goofy and he's a voice actor, but it's just Idris Elba. The idea of Idris Elba being in like these like really kind of like in like concrete cowboy and uh. Uh, Molly's Game and uh, just Beast of No Nation being like these very like kind of like serious roles and then yeah. <laughs> voicing Knuckles to Cheetah and Kita from the Sonics uh, <laughs> franchise. It just I saw that and I had to include it. Um, it's it's just nuts. Um, which I I will talk about voice acting and actors when we talk about what if because I have some opinions. Everyone. Oh, 
I told myself I wasn't going to have too many hot takes this episode Here because last go. last episodes I had a lot of hot takes after first editing. I thought it was going to be a short episode, no. one pager. It's because I made the font really small. It's it's this. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Uh, keeping things going. Uh, Clerks three. We got the first photos of. Um, so this is Kevin Smith's third movie in the Clerks trilogy. I included this because, like, I know it is a big deal to some people. I like Clerks, the first one. Um, I mean, it just it's like a film that, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the statement. It's a film. Um, it it's just like a film. Like when you go to like uh, our film school or art school, it's like you watch it the first, like your first semester, and be like, oh, this is brilliant. I'm going to make films like this or like, and it's just like, it's on a list of like, if you like films, you'll probably watch clerks one of these times. Um, it was kind of this like lightning that Kevin Smith grabbed. Um, and now we're getting a third one. Uh, did you, have you seen clerks one or two? Yes. Yes. Okay. I know, I know clerks... I've seen two all the way through and I know I've seen one, but it's been like years. Right, and like uh, Jay and Silent Bob, uh, Strike Back and stuff. Um, yeah, Kevin Smith and uh, Jay, uh, Jay uh, Muse. Muse and yeah. a few of their podcast buddies were actually just on Celebrity Family Feud the other night. Oh, we really? We were talking nice. about game shows again. Yeah. Kevin Smith is this, this uh, enigma to me. Because yeah. he's made some pretty good movies. Like, I think Clerks is a pretty good movie. It really captures um, mm-hmm. that feeling of just being lost and having to work a job that you don't even want to be there. Like, it's a, like a really good, like, flash-in-the-pan, slice-of-life film. Um, I think Dogma's also pretty good. Um, Jersey Girl's okay. Uh, Red State is also kind of good. Um, I like Red State a lot. Yeah, but then he also has films that just aren't that good. Did you like Tusk? I, uh, it was okay. I'll give it an okay. I didn't hate it. Um. What was his most recent one? Yoga Hosers. Not that. Um, Jay, the Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Not that. He did, <laughs> he did, um, uh, the new, um, He-Man. Not that. I don't. Supergirl. No. <laughs> Hollyweed. I'm working my way there to Cop figure out. out what I'm talking Zach about. and Mary make a porno. Jersey Girl. <laughs> Celebrity Family Feud. <laughs> you directed that? No. Um. It was another thing, though. What what what, what happened in it? I don't remember. If I remembered that, I would remember the name of the movie. That's fair. Um, he had that like comic book show. Yes, he did. Was that so, what you're talking about? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. Was Ben Affleck or Matt Damon in it? <laughs> Twilight of the Mall Rats is in pre-production. Hello. Yeah, I don't know what that cool. is. Cool. Ballrats was also pretty cool. Tusk, um, Red State. Are you what looking for fuck? his like trilogy? No. <laughs> I think we're out of Kevin Smith movies. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. No. 
I think it was just the two, just Tusk and Red State, because he had like two really serious movies. I thought there was a third one. Uh, Jersey Girl is a kind of serious. Um, Dogma also, eh, Dogma isn't that too serious. Um, but yeah, so Clerks Three is coming out. I don't. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if I'll see it. Um, Clerks 2, I don't think was as good as Clerks 1. Um, I don't think Kevin Smith's humor is for me. Um, which is I crazy. I like to stand up a lot. Yeah. I like wearing really oversized jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> and backwards yeah, hats. special that was really funny. And, uh, I mean, I've I listen to him speak a lot. I think he is like has some really in- interesting things to say, and he is mm-hmm. can be funny. I just don't think like the clerks like it's just like it's like '90s humor, but like really dumbed down '90s humor that like never kind of evolved from that. Which I guess, yeah. which is crazy because I like Jackass still. I don't know. It feels different, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jackass is like different yeah they're in a realm of their own but this is like i don't know i don't know i prefer kevin smith doing more serious stuff such as red state yeah and i really like that movie and red state was a nice surprise it was like yeah like you said a serious like horror film by kevin smith Mm -hmm. which tusk was really weird but also pretty serious kind of funny but mostly just kind of like off it was about podcasters yeah like me, <laughs> like us. Um, I mean us. Yeah, yeah. yeah and me. Yeah, and me. <laughs> I forgot there was a Clerks TV show. Um, I keep saying um. 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 <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. Moving well, on. Yeah, moving on. So, talking <laughs> about uh '90s, 2000s, hum- 2000s style humor and uh all the throwbacks we're doing this episode because it's the 20th episode uh we have a casa bonita south park follow-up matt what? trey <laughs> matt stone and trey parker have used the money that they got from the thing we talked about last episode for exciting 14 getting okay so recap for any for no one who knows what's going on with the saga um like a month ago Kiasa, what did I what did I call it? Kiasa. I don't know. I don't know what's happening to me tonight. It's a it's a special Peter episode. Bro plays Kiasa in Cats. <laughs> it's 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 an interesting night tonight, everyone. Um, it's the twentieth episode. <laughs> Little right, does everyone know, I did a bunch of poppers before this episode. <laughs> To celebrate the 20th episode, I did not. No one take that serious. Um, Please so, don't us to it. Yeah, so the saga of this whole thing is uh, Casa Bonita. <laughs> oh, Casa Bonita. <laughs> which is this legendary restaurant in Denver, which South Park made an episode about. Um, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt again. Is it, It's in Colorado. I, I said Denver. I don't know if it's specifically in Denver. Well, it's so legendary that they went bankrupt, though. It was the pandemic; they couldn't stay open. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. A lot of legendary places are suffering. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I lost two movie theaters. Pass I didn't. I wasn't. A, I wasn't Listen a landlord. I wasn't a landlord. I didn't lose them personally, but my two favorite movie theaters are gone. Um, True. So anyway, uh, due to the pandemic, Casa Bonita, which like now I just want to keep saying it like Cartman, um, when I went bankrupt. So Matt Stone and Trey Parker said they wanted to save it. A week later, news came out that Matt Stone and Trey Parker signed like an insane deal to make 14 films for yeah. uh, I think uh, Paramount Plus or whatever some streaming We've been platform. Been reporting on this for a long time. We really have been. We're um, news people, though. We are. We are. <laughs> We're journalists, everyone. Um, so today, I am happy to announce. Um, Matt Stone and Trey Parker are uh, are pretty much ninety nine percent of the way through. They've uh, they just have to wait to like sign some paperwork, and uh, they are now going to own Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita. <laughs> They're going to get all those Sophie Sophillas. Sophias. Hey, there we go. But I thought we should wrap that saga up. Uh, I think it's good. It's cool. Um, oh, and here's how much they they made a nine hundred million mega nine hundred million dollar mega deal, <laughs> so they have had money. Nine hundred million. That yes. was just their hot topic merch. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, like South Park has been around for twenty five years. They really have. They they like. They're... That was just a drop in the bucket. That was just their hot topic merch. Yeah, they, that was. They could. Page. They can produce a whole season of Lord yeah. of the Rings <laughs> with that oh, money. That's real. <laughs> that is. And real. they could do it in like half the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one would be stuck in limbo. Um, all right, talk about a Lord of the Rings show. Let's move on to television news. What we do in the shadows? Season three trailer dropped. Uh, we talked about the teaser last uh two episodes ago uh looked great we have now have a full trailer that is coming out in september and we also have some follow-up news that it was renewed for season four i'm very excited nice yeah the trailer looks great yeah it looks great again uh just go check it out uh if you haven't seen season uh one and two also go check it out it is amazing i'm very excited to see what is going to happen this season especially with all the stuff that happened at the end of the last season there was kind of a cliffhanger so i'm excited oh yeah um along with that some other television news we have some more information on that alien tv show we've kind of been talking about um it seems that uh ridley scott is actually going to be um pretty involved in this which is also really cool um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we we still have them talking about how it's not gonna be about uh Ellen Ripley, which I think they are like every time I read an article article about this show, they're like, it's not gonna be about Ripley. Stop asking. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver will not be in it. Um, but it is going to follow uh, the blue collar space trucker world in which uh, Yafet Kodo and Harry Dean Stanton are basically basically waiting for Godot, waiting for Godot uh, being a Samuel Beckett play, one of my favorites. Um, but I'm glad they are exploring that kind of, uh, that's a, like, blue collar space trucker is, like, a good way of putting what the alien films are. Because it is just, like, not many of them, other than you get to, like, Prometheus and stuff, um, they are just, like, 
normal workers going about things and then having to deal with aliens. It's very grounded. Yeah. So we'll see. This Hopefully, like this is good. good. Yeah. Um. I I know. Uh. Ridley Scott being involved is kind of like. Good or bad. I know uh, Ridley Scott is also one of those directors who is hit or miss. I mean, Blade Runner is one of my favorite films of all time. Um, Where is this releasing to? uh, I I want to say... God, I want to say sci-fi, but I don't think it is. Oh, if you type in Alien TV, you get a weird animated show. Oh. (laughs) Uh, FX, it looks like, which is great. Yeah, FX yeah. is another FX is kind of like the A24 of television. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they do a good job, they pick up good and creative shows. Like, Reservation Dogs is on it and it rules. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can, it seems like they're getting pretty experimental with that show. So, I wonder if um, part of that is because they, you know, ha- obviously have like a decent partnership with Hulu that they have that Hulu money, probably. Yeah, um, good so, for them. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. Um, like uh, Ridley Scott is just kind of like everywhere. Like the Man in the mm-hmm. High Castle, he produced, um, which was great. Which uh, was great. I'm trying to find. He's produced a lot. Of see stuff. episode four, episodes like nine through eleven <laughs> for that. <laughs> Wait, he's they've announced Gladiator two. What the fuck? Oh, Russell Crowe. Uh, they've just announced it. Um, I know Robin Hood. Like Ridley Scott's Robin Hood wasn't great. Um, he's really weird. We're, I'm gonna have to like, if we ever get like a Patreon, we should have like side dives, and I would love to do a dive into Ridley Scott just because his like career is so strange. He started out as a like a marketing guy, an advertisement guy, and then he made Blade Runner and then Alien. <laughs> so it's like huh. okay, <laughs> you just made two of like career path. Yeah, you made two of like the most notable sci-fi films of all time. Just like that, <laughs> and then Gladiator Two is a thing. Um, yeah. So moving right along. Uh, that's a Muppets callback to episode. Mm-hmm. Callbacks on callbacks, Eight. episode twenty. Hello and welcome, everyone. Yeah. Um. We. So. <laughs> I will have to say one thing. As I was creating this list today, everything we've talked about except the Green Knight and Prisoners of Ghostland have been, like, part of a cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, concerning and kind of strange. Um, and this hard. next one is, in the next three hour two, so uh, there's going to be a new uh, uh, Adams Family show, which, I mean, I'm in, um, called uh, Wednesday, which Wednesday Adams is the best character in the Adams family, in my opinion. Uh, is there's going to be a Netflix show, and there's been this huge thing about who is going to play Morticia and Gomez Adams? Because honestly, um, let me make sure I'm getting their names right. Something. Catherine Zeta Jones and Luis Guzman. Yeah, not that there's. I'm talking oh. about uh, Angelica Houston and Raul uh, Julia. Um, ah. The 90s. Uh, ah. Adams parents like they Ooh, are the just snowcaps advertisement. They are remember <laughs> those. The candy. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my absolutely. sweet chocolate non perils. Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know. Um, but anyway, this was like kind of like a big thing because like the iconic Adams Family movies in the '90s, which are some of my 
favorite movies. They're absolutely fantastic. And like the like um Morticia and Gomez have always been like this like perfect couple. Like they just are. Like that's what the Adams family has always been. It's like those two being the perfect couple. Like they're weird. They're ooky mm-hmm. and they're spooky. It's the Adams family, you know. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so like they, I think this is actually a pretty good casting for them. Um, hopefully this Wednesday show is going to be good. Um. Oh, Tim Burton is directing it. What? Yeah. Okay, so I that's could that's good. I think the first thing he's ever done in TV. I mean, yep. Adam's Family and Tim Burton sounds like the right combination. I think it'll be kind of sweet. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Uh, Either way, I like the Adams Family. So yeah, we'll definitely have to cover uh, the Adams Family and Adam Family's Adams Family Values one of these days because both of those films are really good, and from the '90s. And I don't know why I added the '90s part in. Um, it's important. It is. Last thing Tim Burton did was Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah, remember that weird live-action Dumbo film done in 2019? Yeah, that was Tim Burton. I guess so. Beetlejuice 2 was announced? What? <laughs> what? How did I not know that? Okay. Oh, man. We're out of the loop. Everything. We suck. <laughs> I, I thought I was in the loop. I guess I'm out of the loop. Um, The real question is, uh, who is Johnny Depp going to play in this? <laughs> uh, and, uh... Oh God! What's this? Uh, Helen Bonham Helen Carter. Bonham Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Eva Green. Who are they all gonna play? Um. All right. Let's move forward. Let's move in. Move along. To a person that has way too much power. Um. We talked about American Horror Stories already. It is Ryan Murphy. That's your boy. <laughs> it's my boy. Ryan Get Murphy. American sports stories, boy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This shit. I, when I look at this, I was like, this is so fucking weird. Am I living in like a fantasy right. land where so... this guy just decided that he was going to make 85 different, <laughs> like you could just do anything. American lamp story. Right. American so, story. For the listeners and viewers, uh, this article and this news is American love story an American sports story are joining American horror story and American crime story, um, all created by Ryan Murphy. <laughs> I'm gonna send you this link to this other article about American boat story. <laughs> it it <laughs> like, really, it's it's kind of crazy, right? American like, stories, yeah, you really like, fucking nailed it with that one, man. American story stories. <laughs> Like it, it's it is really uh, I like we are living in a parody of life at this point I think like oh, we ridiculous. really are it's really funny that like this is like a genre now where it's just American adjective story <laughs> American yoga stories <laughs> yeah we we got crime story we got horror story let's see what other when are we gonna get American western story um, <laughs> American comedy story remember when movies were just you know, titled a thing and they were under a genre. Yeah. Now it's just like, no, the genre is just the title. That's going to be the title. Yeah. Uh, so American I guess science fiction stories, uh, let's see. So this actually tells us what they will focus on. So American love story will focus on the relationship between John F. K. Jr. And, uh, Caroline Bessett Kennedy. Okay. Interesting. Um, American sports story will chronicle the rise and fall of former NFL star turned convicted murder murderer Aaron Hernandez. Oh, 
Okay. And then I'm pretty sure the first American crime story was about O.J. Simpson. Now the question is, should that have been an American sports story? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. That's actually a good point. I also watched Malice in the Palace, which was pretty cool. Speaking of sports stories. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It was about the the brawl between the Pacers and the Pistons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was pretty interesting. Very interesting. Um, Makes me think, you know, a lot about perspectives. Definitely. So, like, what is the perspective of these shows? Because, like, the O.J. Simpson trial show was, like, it was, like, a retelling. Right, right, the right. Cast, and then it was like a okay. show dramatization, if you will, probably pumped full of like random shit. I'm sure, but maybe. Yeah. But I don't well, know. it's it's a, if it's gonna be if it's anything like American Horror Story or like any f- show that Ryan Murphy has ever created, I'm like looking at this like I think we've talked about the 911 series on here before, right? Like 911 and 911 Lone Story. No, oh, not Reno. Lone Star, yeah, with Rob Lowe. Like, yeah, and just had. how they're, like, kind of absolutely ridiculous shows, but they're kind of, like, ridiculously good in a the way. Texas, it's a tsunami! <laughs> exactly, or there was, like, a volcano <laughs> episode. Um, I actually just watched a 911 uh, episode because I was interested where a tsunami hit L.A., which was kind oh, of fun. LA. Okay, yeah, but uh, still, I, but still, uh, a volcano hit Austin and Lone Star. Um oh, uh, yeah, he. Are there volcanoes in Texas? I don't think so. Ryan Murphy has had a hold on television for so long. Does he make those shows too? Yeah, so he started with Nip Tuck. If you remember from 2003 to 2010. Yeah, yeah, it was about plastic surgery. Yeah, he created Glee. What the fuck? He then created Scream Queens and then American Horror Stories. Well, the first Scream Queens? Yeah. Because I actually watched that show. I thought it was pretty cool. They were like, yeah, we're going to cast the next person in the next Saw movie with the winner. And it no, was not, the, because... not, not the game show. Like, There was actually a show called Scream Queens. Oh. Uh, yeah. Well, fuck. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but I, I know, I you know great, what you're talking about. That, that was pretty good. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be a good, um, you know what? Just forget it. Oh, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> it's just... It, this is crazy. It's... uh. Ryan Murphy yeah. has too much power. I'm saying it. Let's go Somebody check out. Stop this man! Come on, someone check out our next podcast, American Podcast Story. Oh, wait, that's actually kind of a good idea. <laughs> Ryan Murphy based podcast called American Podcast Story. Just going oh, through all of his God. works. All right, well, c- join me next week. Collabing with Disney. He is his own Disney. Right. So I mean, like this guy plus Disney equals uh oh. Wait a second. He makes all these shows. What channel is Lone Star on? CW? Oh, uh, what is? I think it's on Fox. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, all these all these shows are on Fox now that I think about it. I think okay. Glee was. I think um, yep. American Horror Story was on Fox. Nip Tuck was on FX. Wait, and American Horror Story is also on FX. On FX as well, which is a... Uh, is it a subsidiary of Fox? So it's weird because... But FX Disney owns is, Fox! <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Sorry for yelling, everyone. It's fine. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he's got his feet in everything because his shows are, like, on Fox, which is on Hulu, which is connected to a Disney bundle. You know, it's like... Yeah. 
He's doing good. Yeah. Um, okay. I just, I just, that headline is just so funny. American love story and American sports story. It's just such a funny like concept American to me. golf story, American wheel story. American like fantasy story, story American sci-fi story. Creation of the wheel. Oh <laughs> All right, let's talk about this last television. Oh, we got two more television news. God, these episodes have been like two hours lately. Sorry. Well, not, I don't know if you like them or not, viewer audience. I hope you guys like them. These have been long. Um, so we put a lot of work into this. We all do. Right? Buckle down and listen. No. <laughs> wow! Don't, you, don't yell at our audience. I'm just, I'm just kidding. You're all great. Uh, so Lord of the Rings production, uh, is moving from New Zealand to the UK for season two. Normally, I, that doesn't sound like something I would include in the news section because it, it doesn't seem like much. But like, that's kind of a, like big for Lord yeah, of the they Rings. Must have done a lot of filming. <laughs> In New Zealand. Right, because, like, I don't... Th I think there hasn't been a Lord of the Rings film, including the Hobbits film, or season one of Lord of the Rings, that hasn't been filmed in New Zealand. And now season yeah. two seems like it's going to be filmed all in the UK, which tells me, too, that UK is known for its green screen and its, like, sound stages and stuff. Like, a lot of the Star Wars stuff is shot there. A lot of... um. Endgame and a lot of the Avengers and Disney stuff is shot in Scotland um, because of like it has taxes and like it's but the problem with it is like a lot of that is all green screen and I really hope this is just me kind of uh, I, I, there's no I don't know if this is true or not but this is me hoping that they're not moving to the UK to make a lot of the new Lord of the Rings film green screen it means show not film because the New Zealand landscape was so like, such a big part of the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, for sure. So, um, I just want to put that, it, it, like, it is kind of big news. It seems like they are, like, just, uh, like, they gave a whole, like, thank you to the New Zealand people. So, I, I don't know, like, I, it doesn't sound like they're going back. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Taking yeah, maybe, it in kind of a different direction for now, maybe? Maybe, uh, I, they, words, <laughs> maybe they don't want to spend a billion dollars on season two, so maybe that's why they're doing more green screen. Um, Possibly. That's actually a fantastic rationalization. Yeah, but I don't like it. Me neither. Uh, Me neither. yeah, so, I mean, I guess the UK does have some really beautiful landscapes, but it's nothing compared to New Zealand, um, I don't think. I've been to the UK, I haven't been to New Zealand, but I've seen pictures of New Zealand. Um, so yeah. So we got one more television news that is not on this list. It is something I sent to you, Shane, before we started recording. Because I watched it before we started recording. Um, because this was just released. This is fresh out of the oven. Fresh out of the content oven. Uh, we got this thing, a trailer for a thing that I didn't even know was happening because, uh, as you all know, I am not the biggest Star Wars fan. I don't hate it. I just or don't. the biggest Disney fan. Or the definitely not the biggest Disney fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, the but they sent me a Disney Star Wars trailer. I was like, man, this is probably pretty good. <laughs> but uh, the new Star Wars Visions uh, trailer came out. Something that I didn't even know what they were doing. It is an anthology, not an anthropology, like I said earlier. It is an anthology <laughs> series based on the Star Wars universe, but done by anime studios and anime artists. 
It looks sweet. Yeah, I think it looks fucking rad. Um, the art style looks great. I I've talked about on this show again because this is the 20th episode. Callback, uh, callbacks and callbacks. Um, we wouldn't have Star Wars without Japanese cinema. George Lucas wouldn't have created Star Wars and had the ideas for Jedi's and all stuff if he didn't see Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai or Rashomon. So, kind of going full circle, where you have a bunch of now Japanese artists and Japanese um, anime creators making Star Wars films, but in the style of Japanese cinema, because like all this artwork looks like it is like coming straight out of Japan, like it, like all like you can just kind of like tell where like what region um, like anime and animated films are coming from, mm-hmm. and it it just feels like it's soaked in Japanese cinema. And it looks pretty great. Um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Really awesome. It looks really cool. Yeah. I have not been interested in Star Wars since I was like nine. But like this has me <laughs> interested in this show. Yeah. Um, it's super cool looking. The art looks super good. I'm very excited for it. Um, you can either watch it subbed or dubbed. I'm going to watch it uh, subbed. These subtitles. Um options. Yeah, and I read uh, from one of the anime artists, uh, one like one of the anime directors, is that he actually was going to retire, but he didn't retire until he finished one of the episodes for this show because Disney... Oh, God, am I actually going to say Disney did something right here? Uh-oh. <laughs> Disney only told them that they sh- can't mess with canon too much. Or they can't destroy the canon of the Star Wars universe, but they can do whatever they want. Okay. That's kind of good. I like when studios give people creative control like that. God damn it, Disney. Don't yeah, make me compliment yeah. you. <laughs> Stop it, Disney. Stop it. Me. Stop it. You're making me say nice things about you. So I'm a, let me just say a bunch of bad things about you now. Um, no. Um, so I think it's cool. I think um, I think it'll be good. I, yeah, I, I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued too. It definitely piques my interest. And I think maybe I'm intrigued because, it, like, it could just be a sci-fi anthology and I would still be like, yay! But, like, it, obviously it is reaped, uh, like, reeked and dipped into the Star Wars universe. So, this sure. soaking in it. Sure. But it looks cool. Yeah, I think it looks really cool. I'm, I'm interested. I like anthologies. We've that person has six lightsabers. Yeah. There is some pretty sweet stuff going on. So, I'm kind of excited to see where they go with it. Did you know that was even coming out? No, I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't hear like, I, well, I I guess I guess I purposely kind of avoid all Disney news. So um, they've been doing that though, you know. It's like they kind of just like drop shit like out of nowhere, you know. Yeah. One day it, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is gonna come out, and all these fanboys are gonna shit themselves. Oh my god! If I have to see more, like anyone else complaining that they haven't got a trailer yet, I'm gonna freak. I can't go on Instagram without someone being like, yeah. Yeah, I really can't. You can't watch any trailer without being like, where's the Spider-Man trailer? And it's not even like a Disney trailer. So people yeah. are saying it on. Um, this is coming out uh, September 22nd of this year. Nice. Oh, that's super that's cool. really fast. So, um, um, I, okay, I, I was going to say something about it during uh, the American uh, sports story thing that I just remembered because I opened Twitter. Um, <laughs> do you follow OJ Simpson on Twitter? No. Okay. Uh, I don't either, but I always see a lot of his tweets because a lot of people retweet them. So this is not on topic of anything, but OJ Simpson a couple weeks ago had this really, I don't even think like it wasn't him trying to be funny, but he did this rant where he doesn't want to go to 
LA because he, the killer, the OJ killer is still out. And it's just like, well, yeah, if you go to, to the place in LA, then you're the kid. Never mind. It was just really funny. Allegedly. Well, he did. The glove doesn't fit. Yeah, but it's really funny. That was a funny meme. I, I just did the thing where you try to describe a meme. You shouldn't do that. That's just yeah, always yeah, fails. Yeah. So All right. Speaking of Disney and animated and stuff. And memes. What if? What if episode one came out and I forgot about it? I had to message Shane last night. To be like, wait, yeah. did it come out? We can do a quick and fast one if you want. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't have too much to say about it either. Um, so episode one of the What If Marvel series came out. Uh, what if Captain Carter were the first Avenger? Um, I thought the animation was pretty sweet, not terrible, but the uh, um, more importantly than like the animation was like the attention to detail within the animation. Okay. You know, like the style of what was done wasn't like totally up my alley, but I can I can deal. But like the attention to detail with what they did with that, there was a couple points where like uh, there was a fight with her where like she did something astounding, and one of the Nazis just like made this face that like yeah. he didn't have to make. They didn't have to do that. Right. And it's like stuff like that that really catches my eye in these types of shows. Since it is only 34 minutes long, it's like they're going to try to jam as much cool stuff as they can in there. Yeah. Like the fact that Tommy Lee Jones was in the episode, didn't say a single word, and he was only in it for like a frame or two. But it's like he was also in the first Captain America movie. So like you see him briefly, and if you're not paying attention, you'll miss it. So it's like stuff like that is, is what stands out to me in this kind of stuff. Like the animation style, again... Not my favorite, but like I can deal. It's just that little stuff that I like a lot. And the story yeah. was pretty cool, and I really liked how they introduced the Watcher. I thought that was nice. Yeah, I like the whole Watcher thing. I um, This is definitely a, like a f- show for the fans. Um, I my thought before, remember I said like I thought that this was going to be a way to make the stuff more palatable. <laughs> and it yeah. seems like it, it kind of is that. It is. It, it is. I, I, I feel the show feels a little like I, I want to say I don't want to say goofy for my tastes. I, I like this is fully just uh these are just I'm not saying this uh, these are all uh, subjective for me. I I didn't like it. I um yeah I didn't like it. I I didn't like the animation at all. I'll start off with. Okay. Um, I found myself like, and I understand why people like the animation. I just don't really like that style of animation, especially when there's so many other styles of animation that are so sure. good. Like we just saw the Star Wars Visions. It would be really cool if what if like did something like that, where like it had like its own style. Um, mm-hmm. And it it just it's I don't know. I, I just didn't quite like it. I. I, I, but I understand why a lot of people do like it. It is this kind of thing, um, being like, oh, what if these movies we've all seen, what if they were different? Which is which is a cool mm-hmm. concept. It's what comics do right. Um, I'll, I'll watch the rest of the series for sure. Um, but it's not going to get me as excited as Loki did. For sure. Like, absolutely. Yeah, no, definitely. What I like about it, like, ultimately is... yeah the same as what I liked about the last three things is like, it's its place within everything else because it's Canon. Yeah. So like, it's just a rumor. I I'm pretty sure, but like, you know, there, there's no reason that some of these characters couldn't cross over into like the actual 
multiverse definitely the sacred timeline if you will um so like stuff like that is pretty cool i in my mind as it wanders before i go to sleep i see a an a a surprise episode 10 of what if coming out and it's just like what if miles morales teleports from the sony universe universe <laughs> to <laughs> to the mcu or something yeah you know it's like just because like what if would be such a cool way to bridge the gap with something like the spider verse definitely definitely and i think the, like that is like the strength of what if like if you are a big mcu fan like this is your series right here like this is going to be something you absolutely you you're going to love which is again not a problem at all um yeah the, the the my main criticism is right here though um when i talked about voice acting and i oh, would even yeah. well, argue I when I, not even that <laughs> i think i honestly think the I, honestly the opposite i think the person who played steve was the best voice actor there um yeah. i don't this is going to be the hot take of the episode everyone I'm going to put my nice shirt on. Put your nice shirt on. I look good for the YouTube clip. (laughs) (laughs) I think they should have got voice actors and actresses to play these parts. No offense to Haley Atwell or um, the person who plays Bucky, Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan, yeah. They sounded very uncomfortable in these roles. Um I don't know if it was the dialogue also. The dialogue was incredibly cheesy. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, there is this... This is my whole spiel. There is a big difference between voice actors and regular actors. Two different mediums. I wouldn't ask voice actors to act in a film because they're not going to bring the same presence as an actor would. Voice acting is its own art form in itself, so I don't like the idea of bringing actors and actresses who haven't, like, actually, like, been, like, crafted their skill to that to do that. And I'm not saying actors and actresses can't do voice acting, but I think keeping, like, the original people to do their voices and stuff, I understand why they're doing it, is, like, they are going to try to bridge the gap and everything, and it is kind of like this, um, being like, oh, it's cool hearing Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury and stuff again. I just, I, I, it was, it was really distracting for me because it did sound like a lot of, um, these lines and characters could have been brought to life better if they were done by like, let's say like Troy Baker or right, like people right. who are actually voice actors and actresses, you know? For sure. No, I hear that. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the voice acting in this pales in comparison to some of the voice acting I've seen in like the, uh uh avengers assemble disney show that's a good point and like you think, know that has uh our boy uh travis in yeah it. Uh, travis Barker. From basically basically uh no <laughs> not travis Barker. <laughs> disregard <laughs> <No>. that statement <laughs> basically like the cast of critical role is in that yes show. yes like, yes them, at least right and, and uh, i mean it, it's just a different type of atmosphere definitely and if you look at um into the spider-verse I think probably my favorite comic book movie of all time. Um, those are all like really like well done voice acting. Like, and those are like, I know a lot of those are actors and actresses. It just, I don't know if they just didn't give like coaching or anything to some of these actors and actresses. It just felt weird. It felt weird to me. I, I just, it's weird when Disney 
has the money to do something, but it kind of feels like they don't do it because I don't know. I don't know. It kind of bugged me. Um, I'll watch the next episode. I, it's not the, my favorite thing ever. Um, but I understand why people enjoy it. And if you enjoy it, good. That's awesome. It's good to yeah. have and find things Form you enjoy. Exactly. It's okay um, to like things. Yeah, absolutely. I, there, I'm telling you, though, there are a lot of things I liked and a lot of things I didn't like. <laughs> and everything that I liked wasn't anything that was like particularly spelled out to me other than the Watcher thing. I like the but Watcher. Like, I like. It's um, interesting to Jeffrey ponder Ryan. these ideas. Right. Like I said, and, it's... And have it visually represented to me. It's the thing that comics do best. You, it's mm-hmm. like, That's what the series is. It's doing what comics do best. Yeah. But uh, I would say, like, again, like some of my favorite things are like the things I'm thinking about later, you know, like how can this bridge the gap? How does this get to here from here to Definitely. there? You Definitely. know, like is, is this version of Peggy Carter going to just like kill our version of Peggy Carter and replace her as right. Know, Captain Britain or whatever. I don't know. Just like my mind wanders. Uh, all actually Captain Britain is someone different. That is Captain Carter. Um, yeah. The red guardian is different mm. too. um um actually let's move on (laughs) um actually no i want to stay on let's keep talking about that let's do it yeah no no, it's fine i'm over it okay yeah what's what next week is like what if t'challa was um picked up by tony stark's mom what what is it next week t'challa and the guardians of the galaxy what I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Let's move on. All right, everyone. Uh, For anyone who is new to the podcast, welcome. Greetings. Hi. We're finally getting to the meat of this show. It always takes us an hour to get to the meat of the show. An hour and a half. I don't know if we just need to make these longer or shorter. Um, But uh, this is the part of the show uh, where Ruining Movies gets its name. Uh, We watched the movie of the week. This week we watched the 1980s Blues Brothers. uh, The Blues Brothers. A movie... um, and we are going to talk about it, and then I will tell Shane how we are going to ruin this movie. So, Shane. Hi. Have you seen this movie I'm before? Shane. That is you. Yeah, I watched it today. Was well, this of your first viewing? Uh, so here's the thing. I yeah. have these distinct memories from my childhood of my dad really enjoying this movie. Yeah. So throughout the years, I'd seen like many parts of it. Uh, okay. Know, yeah, definitely. About. Definitely. But I never like sat down and watched the whole thing. And I asked my dad today, I was like, did you like this movie a lot? Or is my memory just fucked? And he was <laughs> like, yeah, no, I liked it. It was good. It was funny, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so I, I watched it today fully in its entirety. Nice. First first full watch from start. Yeah, and what are your thoughts? I had a lot of fun. And uh, as I watched this, I can see how, I can clearly see how uh much of an impact music had on you as, as, a, as a young farm goat. Oh yeah, absolutely. This, this, I uh, will say this on the top of the, this talking about it. I don't think there's a film that has as much musical talent in it I as this agree film with that. does. It was astounding how, it's like, how kind many of ridiculous. friendly and welcoming and familiar faces of my yeah. life I saw all in one place. It was yeah. cool. I I think this movie is like I'm gonna, we'll get into like the story of this movie and what it is. I think this movie is like best described as obviously it is a comedy. You have uh, Dan Aykroyd and uh, John Belushi leading it, uh, but it's also this like 
huge celebration of blues music. Yes. I told my dad, like, I could see how in 1980, Mm -hmm. this movie would have served as, like, a huge spearhead to, like, making blues cool again. Oh, absolutely. You know, because it it was in that weird period where it was, like, waning and woeing, and, like, the 70s were not particularly, like, a a hot time for the blues. Yeah, definitely. And then So it's kind of cool that... This, this was came out yeah revitalize that like it felt like they were doing this like purely out of love it felt like a passion project it really did and i was gonna say that so this is like kind of the second film we've talked about um in recent memory of with that dan Aykroyd wrote and dan Aykroyd like he always writes what he's passionate about he wrote ghostbusters he's very into paranormal and everything i have to believe that dan Aykroyd is a huge blues person Oh, yeah. Because, like, his attention to detail and, like, everything, um, like, getting everything right with, like, the Blues Brothers. Like, this isn't just, like, a film that is, like, oh, we're doing the blues things. Here's, like, a couple blues jokes and everything. Like, this is steeped in, like, blues and R&B and Motown lore and history. Like, uh, so let me get into the story of this, and then I want to talk about all the musicians who appear in it. So the, the story, the synopsis of this film is pretty easy. Um, Jake and Elwood Blues, uh, Jake, who was just released from prison, are the Blues Brothers. They are a, um, the front men of a band called the Blues Brothers. Uh, they, yeah. Can I interrupt? Yeah. This is the part where I thought I was watching the wrong movie. Okay. Uh, Jake got out of prison. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. Is there an older movie where where Jake ended up in prison? No, there isn't. But luckily, I woke up early enough to where I was committed either way. I was like, fuck it. If there's an earlier one, I'll just watch yeah, that too. No. So the thing is, is um, well, okay. The Blues Brothers is also one of those rare movies that is based off a Saturday Night Live skit. Mm-hmm. Blues Brothers first appeared in Saturday Night Live because Dan Aykroyd nice. and John Belushi are both from Saturday Night Live. So, um, yeah, so the Blues Brothers get together, they go and back there, we find out they're both, um, orphans, so they go back to their orphanage to meet the Penguin, which is a nun, which I think (laughs) is really funny. Um, they go there, they find out the orphanage is, um, they're gonna lose it, because they don't have enough money to pay their taxes, um, so they meet the, like, janitor who worked there, who was played by Cab Calloway, a legendary musician, (laughs) Mm-hmm. who tells them to that they to that they need to find God. They need to go back to church. Um in which we're on a mission from God. Yeah, we're on a mission to God. <laughs> it's night, we have half a pack of cigarettes, full tank of gas. Um and we're on a mission. <laughs> sunglasses outside in the dark. <laughs> sunglasses at night. <laughs> we're on a mission from God. Pick it. It is a so I quote this movie so often in my like throughout my entire life. It is kind of crazy. Um, so, uh, Cab Calloway, uh, as Curtis sends the Blues Brothers to find God and send them to the church. And we get our first musical number here. And the first musical number is done by fucking James Brown. Right. What a hot way to introduce the fucking movie. Any other movie, that would be like the peak. Like, it, like it's like, holy shit, you got James Brown? Like, and James Brown is playing a reverend. And it, like, this scene, I love this scene. It is so full of energy. 
Um, but it is here where John, uh, where um, Jake and Elwood. Was in that scene too. Yeah, she was a choir singer, which is kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Um, there's so many people just like um, Frank Oz was also in this film of Muppets fame. Um, they just want to throw that out there. But uh, Wait, so they. Sorry, what? I was, what? What'd you Frank say? Oz was also the corrections officer in the uh-huh. prison of Muppets I fame. That name looked familiar. Yeah, he uh, he was like Jim Henson's uh, right hand man. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, with the whole great James Brown telling them, pretty much showing them the light of God, they decide, um, they have to get the band together and that begins their journey. Well, after that, then they get chased in a, okay, I'm not going to go through every scene, but anyway, this is a getting the band back together movie, which I just really like those movies. Band back together. Yeah. Gotta get the band back together. It's like the Muppets (laughs) movie. It's this movie. It's bears. (laughs) Wayne's world is kind of getting the band back together movie. (laughs) Um, they're, they're just great movies. So, um, they do that. They try to get the band back together and fun fact Shane, if you didn't know, the people who are like actually in the Blues Brothers, those are all legendary musicians, also. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like every like they're like uh, some of them were in Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Some of them created like some of the most famous music labels of all time. Like they created what blues music like guitar sounds like. <laughs> like wow. every single person there is like, and they're just playing the like backmen. Like like they're all legends. Yeah. Um, so they go through. Uh, getting the band back together. The back together. Um, they fuck with Nazis, which is always a plus. That was plus. so funny to me. I started cracking up. I literally said out loud, "Like, of course the bad guys are Nazis." Right. Uh, I hate Illinois. Nazis are just such a fun line. <laughs> and I, I say it all the time. Um. It's uh. Oh God. Um. So they go and do they get the band back together? I said like that like five times. Um, and throughout getting the band back together and getting their instruments, they meet Aretha Franklin, Aretha Franklin, um, seeing her. Okay. Listen, everybody, Yeah. everybody out there who doesn't yeah. fucking know about our world famous Michigan based podcast. Now, you know, we're a Michigan based <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Motown is a, our thing. <laughs> seeing a young Aretha Franklin. Oh, it's so legendary. And it's just- so her just going for it yeah. and uh you know obviously the scene is a, a little bit deeper than that there's like some connections to the song and stuff um yeah. and it was just it was so good oh sorry carry on no it really was i think that might uh so yeah we have hit real real hard especially you know r.i.p aretha she just yeah and i guess so, i should uh, say uh, as like someone who's not from detroit like just to like understand like how important Aretha Franklin is to Michigan and Detroit like when she passed away a couple years ago it was yeah a couple years ago the city shut down for a week every single television all of our news stations didn't show the news it was just about her and it was absolutely deservingly so um if you haven't listened to any Motown music or Aretha it's crazy yeah if you've never listened to Motown music or Aretha Franklin I don't don't know if it's possible if you've never heard of like Aretha Franklin's music like just do yourself a like just go listen to all of it yeah um I'm trying to find out like an actual list of all the musicians who appear in this um because that's kind of crazy okay here's here's a good one um also Carrie Fisher is in this 
Yeah, fucking Princess Leia is a goddamn bounty hunter. And, like, it's so funny. Um, So, starting at the top, we have James Brown as uh, the Reverend. Um, we have Cab Calloway, legendary Harlem singer. Um, performing, he even performs many of the Moocher, his, like, signature song. Um, we have Ray Charles doing Shake the Tail Feather as they get the instruments, which is an amazing scene. Also um, very touching, honestly. Like, when I yeah. saw him on screen, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I'm, like, walking through time. Yep, you know, absolutely. I know uh, I don't get to play a lot of music on my streams, but if yeah. I did, I'm sure you'd be hearing a lot of blues because, mm -hmm. like, it's, I love uh, it. It's blues fantastic. is so good. It's something that I was raised around. I opened this mm -hmm. by telling you that, like, my dad liked this movie a lot when I was a kid, and he's always jammed to the blues. So it's just, like, something oh, I've always same. had around me, and I've always loved a lot. So every, mm -hmm. like, step through this movie was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right? Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. They're all together. This is so cool. And, and like <laughs> the the whole passion project thing, like I think you're right because like how else would you get all these amazing musicians? I imagine uh, this would have been a dream for uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Dan Belushi. Aykroyd. Which also, uh, John Belushi, I'm pretty sure like does all those flips and stuff. It is kind of crazy. Man, what a legend. <laughs> yeah. Um. So like uh, Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, um, Steve the Cole. Uh, Colonel Copper, Cooper, Cropper, sorry. He's the lead guitarist, uh, Donald Dunn, Murphy Dunn. Uh, I'm pretty sure those were the two in Earth, uh, Earth, Sweat, and Fire. Why can't I? What? <laughs> um, can't think right now. Uh, Willie Hall, Tom Malone, um, G Carrie Fisher, Henry Gibson. John Candy makes an appearance. John Lee Hooker yeah. um, plays Boom, 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 even though it's just kind of like a yeah. throwaway. Like, it's amazing. Um it's just so good and so they go throughout their entire it's a musical too so like they go throughout um the entire movie i okay we need to talk about one seed i'm jumping everywhere um but dan's country bunker <laughs> yeah is so funny to me so they're Spielberg starred in this movie what yeah, he was the Cook County Assessor's office clerk. The guy that oh, uh, took yeah. the tax money. Yeah, 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 at the end. Um, yeah, that's Steven Spielberg. I guess I'll have to rewatch that, but I, I'm picturing that. Okay. Um, yeah, so my favorite on. scene, I guess we can talk about our favorite scenes. My favorite scene uh, is when they go to Dan's Country Bunker. They are trying to play gigs to get money for the orphanage. Um, Jake doesn't really have... Like, he tells the rest of the band when they're getting the band back together, oh, yeah, we have so many gigs to play. Um, we're going <laughs> to get money and stuff. And he has yeah. not set up any. So they stumble upon uh, Tan's Country Bunker, which is a country western bar. Um, and a band called the Good Old Boys is supposed to play. And Jake is like, oh, yeah, that's us. <laughs> and so they play. <laughs> Um, the good old blues brothers boys. <laughs> so they get on stage and like everyone like they start playing blues and um the everyone bar goes it. yeah throws stuff at them so then they do the theme song from rawhide uh <laughs> and everyone gets on their their side they do um stand by your man which that's not dolly Parton. i can't remember who that is um and they do a couple country songs and it's just it's an incredibly funny scene 
Um, I think my favorite quote from there is when they're talking to the bartender, and I think uh, it's Elwood says, oh, what kind of music do you play here? And she's like, we play the two kinds of music, country and western. <laughs> Honky and talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is so, it's so good. Did, did you have a favorite musical number? Um, It was probably uh, Kev doing Heidi Heidi Ho. Mm. Well, they were like sneaking so into the palace. That like, was so fucking funny. They sneak in with when, like the actual pacing of the song. Uh-huh, it's so good. Uh-huh. And then after the song, they uh, the stage like snaps to reality and what they really look mm-hmm. like. I-, I thought that was so cool. It really but, is. I mean, almost more than that, I just love the characters of Jake and Elwood more specifically. Yeah. Yes. Um, like the long running gag with Elwood, how he's like. Just trying to get some white toast. Just yeah. <laughs> like throughout ninety percent of the movie. At yep. one point they're like at a store and like a thrift shop and uh trying to get guitars. Or maybe it was at Ray's. It was, it was one that yep. Yeah, and he's just like put some toast in a toaster. I was like, what? <laughs> man, this was like ten yeah. minutes after he's trying to make some fucking toast and and a rocket launcher gets shot at his house. Yes, it's so it's so good because like you can talk about like um it's so funny. God interve- intervening in uh like a godlike figure intervening in uh, films like do do sex machina. And like mm. that is happening throughout this entire film, but it's a joke. Like yeah. they drive through a mall unscathed. Carrie Fisher's yep. trying to kill them the entire time. They don't get hurt at all. It isn't until like they get out of the car and it just gets destroyed. <laughs> yeah, they're literally getting chased by Nazis, the military cops the good old boys at one point and they don't actually get caught until they actually achieve their mission from god yeah yeah that's hilarious yeah yeah it's It's funny because like i say that a lot same but like you know i just told you this is like my first full watch through so like i think subconsciously you know it's like imprinted on me from my young age it really like there's so many quotes from here that like I say like I say Jesus tap dancing Christ a decent amount of time. Yeah, that is when just, uh, Elwood gets the the light from God. Yep. Just yesterday or the day before we were playing video games and I was like we're doing God's work. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So yeah, and the film ends with them getting the money and then the last scene is them in prison because. They finished their mission of God. They all went back to jails. With the, they all went back to jail, including their entire band. And oh, yeah. uh, they do uh, Jailhouse Rock by Elvis Presley to end the film. Which was awesome. Yeah. And that's the film. Um, so, Shane, are you ready to ruin this? I'm ready. Ready as I've ever been. So, normally, dear viewer, listener, telepath, psychic person, I don't know how you're... Maybe you're listening to this on a Ouija board. That seems hard, but... Electrodes surviving yes. the wires. Yes, exactly. Um, usually this part of the show, we have our audience um, vote in a poll on how they want us to remake this movie, which you can go to our Discord, exclamation mark Discord, and from there you can vote on it. But this week, I decided, for our 20th episode, that I was going to kind of set us up for a home run here, Shane. Okay. Also because I was thinking about it, uh, it's really hard to do the Blues Brothers in a different genres because the Blues Brothers is a celebration of blues. True. 
So I was thinking, instead of remaking this movie in a different genre, we remake it in a different genre of music. Okay. There is one genre of music that me and you are both very, uh, both incredibly comfortable with, that we know yeah. a lot about. K-pop? So we, <laughs> yep, K-pop. We're remaking the Blues Brothers <laughs> and K-pop. K-pop. No, uh, we are going to remake the Blues Brothers as a film about metal music. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to ruin this movie, The Blues Brothers, by making it a film about metal. In its history. So, I think to start this off, we need to figure out what era is this movie being made in? So, right. the 80s, <laughs> yeah, that's immediately what I thought. The 80s, like you said, was a great place to place the Blues Brothers because it was like bringing back blues in a way and being like, hey, everyone, blues is great still. Let's listen to it. Mm-hmm. I think the beginning of the 90s is the perfect way to be like, hey, metal still rules. <laughs> Um, yeah, just so you know, we're still here. Yeah, we're still here. So, next, so we'll start in the 90s. We can even do, like, 1990, or even, like, anywhere in the 90s. We'll say generic 90s. Um yeah. We need two main characters. Lenny. Well, I think I think he's definitely a musician, but I'm talking about the Jake and Elwood. So, yeah, like, so actually, there has to be actors? I think so. Um, okay. I think I have one who is a okay. pretty much one for one for Belushi. Okay. Chris Farley. Okay. From the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And also then from Saturday Night Live. And then we need a Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Uh, I was originally going to say we could do a good old Tommy Boy thing. And get David Spade, but I don't think David Spade would be a good second. You could almost do like Adam Sandler, but I wish that it was like modern day Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When did or like they were all in a movie together? Even like uh, Steve Buscemi was in that that music movie. What was it called? Oh, oh, the 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 one about the Radio Shack, right? Is it Airheads? Airheads. Yeah. Yeah. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Brendan Fraser. But actually, that wouldn't be the worst. Uh, wait, when did Wayne's World come out? Uh, in the 90s. 92. Wayne's World. Wayne's Mike World. Myers and Chris Farley, maybe? Well, I also kind of like Brendan Fraser. Steve Buscemi. Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Rob is a villain, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said... I don't like hate Steve Buscemi. I don't think Steve Buscemi. No. I I think we I may, do we want to do like a Saturday Night Live cast thing? I don't know if it has to be, but yeah. we could try. Like who was in Saturday Night Live in the nineties? Like obviously Chris Farley. Of like a genius writer who was uh, also into music. Oh, we Phil Hartman. Is it possible? Don, Dana Carvey? Dana Carvey was in Wayne's World. Yeah, and he was... I'm also pretty sure he's a musician. Um, Tim Meadows. <laughs> Norm MacDonald. Norm MacDonald? <laughs> yeah, Norm we, MacDonald? We want to do Chris Farley and Norm MacDonald. Oh my gosh. 
I am so biased now. I didn't even think of him. I love Norm Macdonald. Well, that's because I'm pretty sure he got kicked out of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Probably. Because of him being Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Uh, um, it's so funny. Oh, my god. I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, I think that's a good... I think... Yeah, I think that's a good... Our duo right here. Uh, Chris yeah, Farley. Yeah, Miller in this movie somewhere, too. Oh, absolutely. So... We have our main cast. Uh, obviously, they're not the Blues Miller Brothers. They're the Metal Brothers. Yeah, Dennis Miller should be the, you know, the metaphorical uh, go find your mission from God. Yes. Your mission from Satan. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so we have Norm MacDonald playing Elwood and uh, Chris Farley playing Jake. Um, uh -huh. Dennis Sa Miller tells them, you need to, you need to find Satan, boys. You've, you've gone too Satan, far from yes. our dark lord. You need to go, you have find to go to the church of Satan. And, um, okay, so who is our James Brown of the metal world? Lenny. Lenny? I was Okay, actually, I do like that. I was going to say Ozzy, but you're right. Lemmy of Motorhead. Um, I think that Ozzy would almost make a better, like, Cav. Yeah, as the one who sends them. Uh, yes, and the one, or, uh, wait a second. Cav is the one who sends them. Yes. What if, it. what if, uh, Dennis played the nun? <laughs> the satanic nun. That would be nun. funny, too, yes. <laughs> um, because I was just thinking, like, Ozzy should definitely be the one that does the mystical performance, you know, to could perform Mr. Crowley. To, like, distract yeah. the cops while they sneak in. Absolutely, definitely. Yeah. So yes, uh, Ozzy is the janitor of this satanic orphanage, um, <laughs> which you can do some really funny things with no one understanding what Ozzy has to say, because that's just the funniest <laughs> thing you can ever do with Ozzy Osbourne. But Chris uh, Farley and uh, uh, um, uh, Norm, Norm McDonald. Yeah, yeah, Chris Farley and Norm McDonald just always understand him. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yes, that's a great bit. Holy shit. Um, so yeah, they, they go to the Church of Satan. Um, Lemmy is the preacher, the reverend, the great Lem. I just love the idea of a church of Satan, just like <laughs> in this, and it being Motorhead theme. Yeah, I was just gonna say maybe it's not just Lemmy; it's just Motorhead is is the the church gospel. <laughs> yes, yes, and it's just like <laughs> instead of like it's oh this we're getting sacrilegious right now. Instead of Jesus on a cross, there's just a guitar, just like a guitar cross behind him, some axes. Um, oh, so yeah, they see the, the, the light of, they see, so the orphanage is going under, Ozzy tells them they need to find Satan, they go to the church of Satan, um, Lemmy there through probably like, instead of like James Brown's just like incredible stage presence, um, I feel like Lemmy just insane guitar solo is <laughs> how so they yeah. find the word of Satan and they both get the thing where we need to get the band back together. Yes. And now we need so, to figure out who's the band. I have this image in my mind of, uh, you know, Ozzy being the janitor, and there's like these two badass battle axes. Yes. On like the the wall or something. And yeah. they're like in the shape of an axe or something. They're just mounted there. And he tells the boys, like, and hey boys, you need to take my axe. 
and it's, it spread the word of our Lord Satan across all of our 50 states. And the boys are Turn like, around. oh, yeah, we're going to get an axe. And he, like, turns around and looks, because of the way Ozzy walks, you know, it always looks like he's going to grab what's in front of his head. Yeah. So <laughs> he'll turn around and, like, walk towards these axes, and they'll be like, oh, fuck yeah, we're going to get a battle axe. And then he just, like, haunches over and grabs, like, a guitar. Absolutely. That, that's my big setup joke. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, so they see the light of Satan. They have to get the band back together. Um, we have... Okay, what? <laughs> they see the doctor. You're right. They see the darkness. They see the shadow inside. The shadow in the flame. <laughs> so, what the big uh, one of the big parts of the Blues Brothers is their car, the Blues Mobile, yes. which is a old cop car. What is the metal? It's I, a it, I was gonna say it has to be a hearse or one of those vans with like a wizard painted on the sign side. Oh, that would be so cool because they could haul a whole band in it. Exactly. And then maybe. For uh, the second vehicle, you know how the Blue yeah they have two yeah they meet uh, a band their old bandmates that have like started a new band yeah maybe this other band that our boys are looking for turned into like I don't know funeral performers or something so it's like a metal van and a hearse <laughs> yes. rolling across the states or going wherever they're absolutely going. absolutely so. <laughs> Yeah, so after that, immediately, we have the car chase scene. They go through the mall. I don't even think we changed that scene. I love them driving through the mall. I Excuse actually me. thought well, someone so was going to die. Like, 100%. But they were on a mission from God. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, there's actually no safety standards in yeah. the Like, they're just actually <laughs> yeah, They're, they're just actually driving fuck. through a mall. That's what it looked like. And <laughs> the crazy thing is, I was thinking about that during some of the car crashes. I was like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. The, the car crashes in the 80s in movies were so much more violent. They look like toy fucking cars. And oh, there's, they really they're did. Like, okay, not talking about the last car scene of the movie. <laughs> I'm speaking more about like the car pileups and stuff. They look so fucking violent. Yes. It's crazy. So, so metal. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, after we have to get to, after the mall scene, uh, we have to cast the next person. Uh, Carrie Fisher, we need to replace Carrie Fisher. Who's yeah. the 90s Carrie Fisher? Oh, do I say what I think I need to say? I don't know. Winona Ryder? <laughs> oh. Um, I was going to say Anna Nicole Smith, but we can pick whoever you want. <laughs> I mean, that works. It's a metal movie. Hell yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, if, if, or Marissa, Star actually, Wars, yeah, huh? go ahead, go ahead. Let's say there if might be Star some. Wars synonymous with the blues, <laughs> what's synonymous with the metal? Uh, you're not wrong. Um, the only other person I could say would be Marissa Tomei. She kind of gives me that crazy stalker vibe from like, especially like, what was she? She was in My Cousin Vinny. Um, Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think she could do a good job in the 90s as as the stalker. So, okay, Marissa Tomei. She's an active person then, and she's been in some big time stuff. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Definitely. Boom. So Marissa Tomei is trying to hunt them down. Um, because she's secretly um, 
Norm Macdonald's ex. Exactly. Or no, I'm sorry, John Candy's ex. Uh, Chris Farley? Chris Farley, Jesus. It's, I mean, same energy. John Candy and Chris Farley, absolutely same energy, and I think they True. were in some movies together. Um, so then they have to go track down their members of the band, which is going to be the fun part, because we probably need a guitarist, a bassist, and a drummer. Um, I think we get... Scott Ian from Anthrax. Yeah. As the bassist. Yep. Uh, I think we get uh, Dave Murray from Iron Maiden for a guitar. Yeah, yep. Um, who's the drummer, though? Who's like... Do we want two guitars? Uh, oh, like absolutely, we actually. We're... We want. Do we want to yeah. just put Slash just to say we did? Yeah, I would say Guns N' Roses is pretty metal, like in 80s. I just think it would fit in a movie like this. Oh, absolutely. It's less about the fact that he played with Guns N' Roses and more about the fact that he just totally fucking shreds. He does totally fucking shred. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know who we get for drums, who is also not really a total metal person, but who would be really cool to have behind the drums? Tell me. Keith Moon. Oh, yeah, that would be rad. Oh, man. I was going to say either that or Neil Peart, but I think Keith Moon fits in a little bit better here. Okay, but we're, like, way out of our era. <laughs> we really I love are. it. I do we're, love we're it, We're pulling from everywhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this is true. I mean, if we're, if we're saying it doesn't matter, then I'm all in on Keith Moon. But my brain is trying to think of, like, who's a really badass metal drummer from the fucking... From the 90s? Like, out in my head. I mean, we could also kind of do a really young Dave Grohl. I know Nirvana's not metal. Uh, but actually, that wouldn't make sense because they were in jail. Because he'd be like 13. Oh. Yeah. Um, um, let me think. I'm trying to think who I really. Not like a good '80s metal band that has like just a stellar drummer. Yeah, I'm just thinking like some hair metal here. Ooh, who's Motley Crue's? Mm, oh, drummer. the drummer from Def Leppard only has one arm. Yes, him. I, I, I like. <laughs> and I'm not even saying that because he only has one arm. I'm saying that because he fuck Def Leppard's like he fucking rules for like Tony Kenning. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sign it up. Yes. Oh, no, that's Rick Allen. Uh, Tony Kenning was the first drummer, but Rick Allen, yeah. Rick Allen is in. Uh, they get the band back together. We need to have some guest musical appearances. I think... Uh, I kind of like Motley Crue being there, like a hair metal band. Like, you know how they're getting their instruments? Maybe they have to, like... Because blues, it's kind of easy to dress up for. If you do the whole metal thing... You have to have a metal wardrobe. And what yeah, better band true. to give them a whole hair metal thing than Motley Crue? At the Motley Crue cuts. Yes, what if they're... Yes, they gotta they're... go get their hair and their their clothes on one-stop shop. Yeah. Um, also, this wouldn't be a metal movie if we didn't include the king of metal himself, Rodney Dio. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I kind of Rodney, like not Rodney. him... Yeah. Oh man, who's a fantastic like? Uh, I was thinking about like a, a role swap, right? For Dio and uh, Aretha, you know, oh, Aretha gets really... like a 
health, uh, heartfelt song to her husband saying like, don't go. I'd love for yeah. Dio to give a health, health, heartfelt song to his partner to not go. That is true. I, yeah, I like that. Hmm. No, absolutely. I think so. I think that Theo would be perfect for that. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think of who his partner would be. Who who does he not want to go? Uh, I'm, one second. I'm looking up. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Like we we need some big hitters. What if um? Janice? No. Yeah. No, Janice was dead by then, unfortunately. Yeah, but we could also say we don't care and just put because I was also kind of thinking Janice. Um, we could do Sherry Curry from the Runaways or Joan Jett. Oh, what about uh like Joan Joan Jett would actually be really good or yeah. um, um 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 oh my gosh oh my gosh the one she, the whole band has like a long name but her name is prevalent in the name oh is it um uh Susie's and the Banshees nope um just I just said her name wrong the cran oh uh mm. Yeah, yes. I don't, I don't know. I love her voice, but I don't know. Uh, I think we go with Joan Jett here. I like Joan Jett. Yeah, but she also has this kind of like metal attitude. I feel like We're... the one I was thinking of started with a B, but I just can't fucking think of it. Ugh, never mind. Joan Jett's fine. I like yeah. Joan Jett. Oh, it is. It is her. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Yeah, yeah. So Joan Jett um, is definitely involved in this. Uh, they get the band back together. Uh, what they they have to do a first gig. Obviously, the country joke is in uh the dance country bunker is done in the Blues Brothers. What music genre band bar are they playing in here that is super out of touch for metal? I'm kind of uh, thinking jazz, a jazz club. Yeah, I mean like either jazz or like a nightclub like at the time you know like techno was kind of like one of those weird things or a disco club uh it's 90s disco isn't really big thing but yeah like or, 90s like rave culture like a rave or i think i still i think country is still like fitting i, I kind of do like the idea of this like backwoods bar like a biker bar yeah where they're just like anticipating some very country we could just redo dance. dan's country bar i think that is a dance country bunker I, I totally think we just redo that entire scene, but with metal, um, because those people just want to hear some Hank Williams. They don't want to hear some yeah. uh, Black Sabbath. But I think much like the blues uh, kind of bleeds into that style well yeah. in the Blues Brothers, the way that they were able to take their style and kind of meld it into something that was uh, accepted by this audience. I think yeah. that a, a metal band of this caliber that we've established could sway a band in the same way definitely like some interesting they, songs they could um they could do the devil went down to georgia that's yeah. like a folk country song but like yep. <laughs> primus and every like other metal band has done a cover of it yeah i think that would be sweet um yeah i, I think that would be perfect i think you just rework dan's country kitchen corner into like <laughs> lucy's line dance and luau you know whatever the fuck yeah 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 and then you send in the boys. The good old boys. <laughs> and Joan Jett. Oh, yeah. Which, who are the good old boys? I guess it doesn't matter. I don't know. Well, we need to, are they the Metal Brothers? We need to find out the name of the band. The Metal the metal Meatheads. Oh, 
The Metal Brothers. Yeah. Metal Brothers. And their name is just uh, Elwood Metal and Jake Metal. Okay, easy. Or uh, Steel. Hmm, Jake Steel and Elwood Steel. Steel sounds more metal. Like, the even Steel though, Brothers. like, yeah, the Steel Brothers sound more like something like a hair metal band would, like, do. Um, awesome. So they get it. They get some money. Uh, they survive <laughs> some more uh, uh, Tomei. Um, we we get uh, some more appearances. Uh, then they get they sell out. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think of the equivalent of what that the Palace Hotel Ballroom. They could just sell out the Palace. Oh, actually, this is a good question. Yeah, Blues is set in Chicago. Where's Metal's set? If we do Detroit or Milwaukee, we could have Alice Cooper involved. True. Uh, what is the most metal city? I love doing Detroit and just, like, selling out the Fox Theater. Yeah, I mean, Detroit Rock City. Yeah, and having Kiss show up. Kiss, you could have Kiss, Alice Cooper, um... Death. Maybe, maybe like Kiss just uh, Deus Ex Machina's in like one of the weird situations. Yes. <laughs> like you know, like Chris sa- uh, Kiss saves Christmas. Yeah, Kiss yes. Kiss saves the Steel Brothers. <laughs> just show Absolutely. Up <laughs> Hell yeah! So yeah, they perform in Detroit. They sell at the Fox Theater. Um, they do it. They get away from the ex fiance. They get the money. We finish the movie with them running away in their metal van, trying to save the orphanage, um, trying to make their way through Detroit. They have everyone chasing them. They run over some Detroit. Okay, where? Okay, I feel like it would. They would have to be Detroit Heartland, Nazis. Heartland Nazis. <laughs> um, that's a very specific Michigan thing. Uh, Detroit Nazis, because I'm pretty sure actually Detroit has a stupid past with Nazis. Because fuck Nazis. Um, Fuck them. I think that's that's not even a that's not a hot take. It's just a take. Take everyone should have. Um, fuck them. Uh, they they run away. They get the money in. I guess if that's actually Steve Spielberg, then who's the weird? Yeah. Who who's the director there? Oh, uh, oh, obviously it's um your boy Zack Snyder. Nope. No. Not, <laughs> it's the '90s. Um. Oh, who directed Die Hard? Oh, maybe it's James Cameron. I that, I was gonna say James Cameron. <laughs> uh, I just want to see what happens if I type in '90s directors, though. Nope. Even better, Quentin Tarantino. Hell yeah! Yes, that's <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> uh, the the clerk is Quentin Tarantino doing his weird '90s Tarantino things, and uh, movie ends. They get captured. They so are, in this version, you roll yeah. up, and instead of him being like back in five minutes for lunch, he just shows up with like a pair of women's shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, no, he's he's sitting behind the desk, and he has a a feet catalog, a shoe catalog, <laughs> and he's just flipping through. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Um, I don't even think we have to say allegedly to that. <laughs> Dude likes feet. Right. Um, nothing wrong with that. We've all seen the movies. Um, movie ends. Uh, they, I think they, they. I feel like instead of doing an Elvis Presley song, they do a Johnny Cash song. That kind of feels more. John, Cash feels metal. I feel like, especially yeah, folk from that era, it's like very metal. Folsom, they do a metal cover. Folsom, Folsom City Blues. Blues. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, that is it. The metal. The Steel Brothers. Boom. 
<laughs> and then they have the uh, Steel Brothers 2000 that no one watches and no one talks about. <laughs> Which is 2000 music, so like they got to put the band back together, but they've all joined their respective boy bands. Oh my god, you could really do the Blues Brothers with any genre. I kind of think a, a boy band, Blues Biscuit, Brothers. One went to, to NSYNC, one went yeah. to the Backstreet Boys, one went to Korn. Hell yeah. They absolutely. all tried to get a spot at Woodstock 99. A new metal Blues Brothers which would be really funny. Oh, um, it's just uh, the guys from Slipknot. Um, <laughs> Alright, well that was the movie Ruined. By movie, I would absolutely watch that movie. Boom. Yeah, that actually sounds kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, all right, Shane, what yeah. are we watching for next week? Oh, next week we're going to keep it on only two themes, as in uh, Buddy and the 80s. We're going to watch Night of the Comet. Oh, yes. I okay, think, I remember. I don't think either of us have seen it. Nope. I don't really know too much about it. I read the brief synopsis. Yeah. Um. I think we should just kind of check it out and have fun with it and do a quick review. This is our Hell, yeah. Week. Our 21st episode will be our first uh, sort of fan-requested movie review. Yeah, definitely. And if you guys do have, like, it was my requests, dad. let me know. I mean, that's awesome. That's sweet. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Uh, I, I also like these, like, buddy movies that we're doing for the mm-hmm. summer. Um, we're buddies. We're buddies. The buddies doing we're podcasts. The Steel Brothers. <laughs> the Steel Brothers. <laughs> uh, on that note, we I think we could, if we ever had to dress up as costumes, we could do a good Blues Brothers, I think. I think we would fucking rock it. We, we, we oh could do a good Blues God. Brothers if we needed to. I also uh, think we'd make a great um, uh, Walter and the Dude. Yeah. I, I really think we would. I, no, I, I'm just I agree like, with that. I'm the perfect shape for it, so you kind of are too. <laughs> I kind of, yeah, I got the whole dude vibe. Um, I can't do backflips like Jake, so it's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was the podcast, everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, he's, I think we sure did. Uh, next week, Night of the Comet. I'm excited. I'm like just reading the synopsis, funny. and it seems pretty sweet. We are going back to zombies, everyone. We like zombies here. Buddy stuff. We've just been on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. So let's do some plugs and get out of here. Oh, I'm Shane. You can catch me live at twitch.tv slash bring the Shane. Hence the name. Come Absolutely. on by some games. Uh, <laughs> hell that. yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm Zach. Hi. Uh, you can find <laughs> me at hi how's it going uh you can find me at twitch.tv slash farm goat uh i don't stream that often but i maybe i'll start streaming more who knows uh but you can also go check out our youtube page ruining movies which i see we just hit 40 subscribers it would be awesome Ooh. if we could hit 50 subscribers uh so if you're not subscribed go check that 50 mil yeah we just hit 40 million subscribers <laughs> It'd be really cool if we could get another 10 mil um and also go check out uh my gaming youtube which i put a lot of my streaming stuff on there called the farm goat plays i just hit 150 subscribers so i'm trying to get to that 200 goal so go check that out and yeah that's it everyone i hope you guys enjoyed it uh we'll see you guys all next week with night of the comment as we continue our buddy summer movie list this summer which is great um and yeah we'll talk to you guys all later be excellent to each other and party on dudes <laughs> bye <laughs>